Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey. Oh, my God, guys. Hello. Oh, there it is. I think it is tooted. That's good. I'm not going to lie. My heart's good. I may like yours a little better than yeah, Tony's, saying, to be honest man. with you. It's a little more refined. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Classier? Yes, that's a good way of putting Classier? it. Classier? I thought it was cuter. It's a little less uh, Northwest County. I like, uh-huh. I like Tony's. Yeah. Because that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. It's good Thursday. Morning. Hi. September 13th. So you released this. Well, I so took I a nap. So much, yeah. so much hype. I guess so. I took a nap yesterday. I woke up and the video was out. You, gotta, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. You know, there it is. I wait. If you missed yesterday's show, uh, King Scott and his group 2SG, standing for two silent ghosts, yes. which I'm a fan of. You know that. Yes. Thank you. Huge fan. Thank you. <laughs> Number one supporter, president of the fan club. Yes. So you got a song out called The Touch. So it's King Scott and Mark from Greek Fire, the bass player. Yep. And uh, Video Joey's part of it, too, doing all the video work. Video Joe from uh, the station here, you know, worked on the music video. And you were going to put the video out next week? Yeah, I mean, we were super meticulous, like, trying to figure out the right timing. So we're like, okay, this day, I take a nap and it's out. Can I, uh, uh-huh. I have just a couple questions about the the timing of release. Yeah, when you talk about being meticulous about it, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 curious what that entails. Well, this has been 
in the can for a moment, uh, oh, ready to okay. be released. Ready to go. And we got to, you know. We got to wait for the right moment. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I thought it was next week was the right moment. <laughs> well, I guess the right moment was yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. <laughs> so you're capitalizing on the groundswell that happened. I want yes, yes. Hey, full saturation on our socials. Yep. Full saturation. Yes, well, thank you. The funniest thing is I, I was playing. Uh, I was Where playing, do you get the bill? I was playing a video game and I started singing it in the background and the group that was in the chat was like, singing that, man. And I was like, oh, my, my buddy just released a cover of it. And then D- uh, Freebeer Dave, who's on the other end, starts playing it. And everybody by the end of this game is all singing it. And they're like, dude, well, you, ru- you, you, you ruined you my day. If you think the song is familiar, it's uh, from the Transformers movie? Yes. Yeah. Originally done by Alice in Chains. No. <laughs> Yep. Stan, Stan Bush. Stan Bush. Yeah. And then in Boogie Nights, that's the song that Mark Wahlberg's character is recording in the studio. Which we played a little piece of that yesterday. So that's uh, the 2SG version of The Touch. So you have to have super impressive hair to record this song. And the video <laughs> is terrific. Thank wow. you. Well done. Yeah, Thank really you. Is. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. It's bizarre. In the best of ways. When you sent that to me last weekend, I wrote back, what drugs are you yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched it last night, did a urine test, and I tested positive for mushrooms. Sorry about that. I'm watching. <laughs> Have you seen it yet, Donnie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. the whole thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. terrific. Watched it last night. I, I asked my daughter to try to watch it with me, and she didn't think it was real. Like she, she like, this real. isn't this isn't real. It was like, yeah, it is. It is real. That's, I know this. Guy. That's King Scott. You know King Scott, mm-hmm. and she remembered you. But but it, it was uh, it that's was very real. funny, man. Just the Thank song you. itself, I love it so much. Maybe she didn't want it to be real. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah. If it came down to it, would you have the ability to do this live? Yeah. 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 We could do this live. Oh. Oh. Can't perform. I just didn't know if you could do this. Yeah, particular thing. Can live. this be done live? Yeah, yeah. Especially Mark could do trains. all that by himself. Like, yeah, have, man. Yeah, we could crush we have this. A, <laughs> we have know. forums yeah. for that. We have a couple events coming up. <laughs> we have oh, a couple of boy. events coming up that maybe two SG on stage. <laughs> that would be. They've played some huge shows, and that's not a joke. All right. I'm thinking of one event in particular. I got a Metro PCS remote coming up. Not that yeah. loud. No. <laughs> you're not. You're not quite there. Not quite there yet. Dang it! We not ready for. You're a not Metro lot. PCS material yet. <laughs> we got some things in the work. Huge event that I'm thinking about. A first ever for the race show. Maybe. Oh boy. Maybe. Maybe. Woodstock. No, they've done that before. Oh. Oh, you I've- think that's too soon, Moon? You what? know which one I'm talking about. Of course I know. Yeah. yeah, I think it's perfect. I think it is too. Oh, yes. We're doing it. Oh, yeah. Put pressure's on. You know, you know right. what we're talking about. You can't say it, but... Yeah, I'm going to write it down for you. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, that event. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Well, yeah, the pressure's on. Let's get this... Pressure's on. I'm ready. If you need a guitar player, I've been... Uh... I've been taking lessons. <laughs> that now would be an- I see why. You yes. All right, you're in. Yes, this is perfect. That's pretty rad. Yes. <laughs> All right, it's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, we have just witnessed history. Yeah, yeah. If, if they can release the video without me knowing, then I can say yes, we're playing this show without them knowing. Full saturation for the video. <laughs> Thank you. Did you. Every piece of social media. Did you just gain a band member? I think we did. You did. The greatest guitar player ever. Uh He's got a show and a band member.
all within five seconds. Right. Great. Yeah, Look at you. See what happens when you release a video? Mm-hmm. Not even seven yet. Look I'll at probably you. add a new family members, too. Um, tomorrow, by the way, as far as events go, uh, tomorrow, all the details on the second annual Eat and Treat event. Remember last year's event? Oh, yeah. my goodness, yeah. Last year, the first one with the food trucks and the Kids Rock Cancer stuff and, you know, the, the dunking booth. And the tons and tons and tons and tons of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. We're gosh. doing it again. Details tomorrow. That was a blast. Yeah. That was a great time last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, that was an unexpected success. Yeah, man. And my kids are already asking about it, too. My daughter especially. So mm-hmm. we're we're all in. We will give you all the particulars tomorrow, probably around at 7.30, let's say. 7.30 tomorrow, the announcement, the official announcement for the Ray Show second annual Eat and Treat event. Is that going to be 7.30 a.m. we're announcing then? Yes. Okay, yeah, so I don't, I don't have to come back. Thank you, Joe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Plan thank you, my, Jeff. I was just planning my day. Yeah, speaking of trying to plan things out, so next Tuesday is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Swift over at the Dome. And I'm supposed to be taking my daughter. And I'm thinking at this point, maybe it's the wife taking the daughter. Yeah. I heard that Taylor Swift goes on at 940. Whoa, what? really? Yeah. She got three openers with her? I think two openers. Still, that's late. That's real late. <clears throat> Wait, is this the big announcement for the 2SG? We're no. Opening for ta- oh. no. No, 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 no. Yeah, now you got three. <laughs> you know, and I think three this, this kind of came up before, but my first thought was her audience has got to get up and go to school the next morning. That's what but I'm it, thinking. For a but, Tuesday? But maybe I not. had overheard two, uh, two Yentas talking about it. Yeah, two ladies. Yentas is a super respectful term for females, correct? I have a friend that works chatty. on the I have a friend two that works on the tour, and I can get you exact minutes if you want. Exact minutes? Sure. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a show. I'm sure it's a that is been going on for a couple months. I'm sure that is a regimented show. She goes that's on what, exactly at a certain. That's time. what I'm saying. I yeah, can, if you I could, can tell that'd you be when great. She's on and off stage. Because I think there's there's two openers. That's uh, that Camila Cabello chick. Oh no, kidding! Didn't she get the uh, best new artist or something? She, something she like that. She sings that Havana something. song. Havana, Havana. <laughs> now you know the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Camila Cabello? Even I know that one. It's something about uh, Detroit or something, right? No, it's about Havana. Oh. <laughs> I think, you know that song? The Havana I, song? Probably if I heard it. Listen, as somebody who doesn't know a lot about top 40 music, even I know this one. 845 is what I have uh, for her when she performed in Philadelphia uh, about a month or so ago. Oh, 845? That, actually, that could be a little better. Yeah, two. Well, actually, this was two months ago, but it was eight. It was 845. Yeah, it's, all, it's all the same tour. Is it East Coast? So would it be 945? <laughs> <laughs> Camila Cabello, featuring Young Thug. And it's eight forty. Charlie, eight forty five is what is what I have for these for the two shows. All that right, we're so maybe eight forty five. That's better. Philadelphia. And the Charlie X CX girl is, is it's on at open? seven, mm-hmm. and then uh, Camila Cabella uh, at seven forty. Oh, okay, that's better. 
I'll say 940. Jesus. Jesus is opening? Jesus wow. is Jesus right. always opens and closes. <laughs> he opens and closes. Every show. That All right, maybe. Uh, how that, long does she play for? I mean, that would be late for a school night. I mean, I, that. She's got to play for two hours. <laughs> Wednesday's going to be great here. Unless I just send my wife. Or we take the day off. I mean, no. <laughs> no, maybe I'll just send the wife. It's, Even though I am a known Swifty, you know that. That is true. <laughs> Love me some Taylor Swift. I think I think your daughter deserves uh, dad to take her. <laughs> I really do, don't you guys? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bonding moment I see what with you, you guys, especially because you're a Swifter, Swifty, Swifty, Jeff, a Swiffer, Swifty, Swiffer, Swiffer. Plays until eleven. Woo! Boy, wow! Jeff's got Ouch. a good good I'm idea just here. Saying, All really right, so let's, let's try to figure. Let's do the math here. <laughs> that's uh, that's a good two hours and fifteen of uh, of Taylor. Right? Okay, so two fifteen of Taylor. Yeah. Then Boy, uh, we're at the dome. We're at the Dome, so that's at least 30 minutes getting out of there. Absolutely. At least 30 minutes getting out of there. 40-minute uh, ride home. It's cool. been it's been so long since I've even parked at the Dome. I don't even remember. I mean, I know that there's parking around, but yeah. I don't remember of, like, a big garage or anything like that. Oh, there's yeah, a there's a garage on the side. Garage. I think the parking is ample. All yeah. Right. yeah. You could have her take an Uber home, maybe. And you By just herself? head to the station. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could just start at, like, 8.30 the next day. Yeah, seven <laughs> seven is old enough to take an Uber by yourself, right? Oh, oh sure. Yeah, from downtown. Yeah, yeah. Sure. They can fly, yeah. they can Uber. <laughs> I'll just make sure her name is on her jacket. Yeah, that's right. Her <laughs> name, name and, a, and a home phone number and just uh, give her a roll of case. cash. <laughs> just give her a roll of cash just, just in case just something in comes case. up. I'll be fine. <laughs> be fine. It'd be fine. Especially that area of downtown. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Little shirt that says, uh, be careful, I'm not with my father and, tonight. Uh, <laughs> something like that. All right. Baby, this is where we part ways. I'm going to go this way. You, uh, I called you an Uber, so you'll be all right. Yeah. First name and favorite candy on the back of the T-shirt. Yeah. Jesus. Wow, that's not that's not home till after midnight. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I don't know. Not to mention, Tony and I are on Beach Shazam that night. Yeah. Ooh, it's true. That's the same night. Tuesday. Now, now it's becoming clear. Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Fox. <laughs> what do you mean now it's becoming clear? That's why you want to stay home. That's not why I want to stay home. Yeah, sure. Because of that? I think so. No. You did no. think about it for you did think about it for no. a second. That's and not of course there's a part of me that wants to stay home and watch myself on TV. <laughs> you DVR it? I don't have a DVR. I'm sure it will be available on the internet yeah. immediately. So they don't give contestants a copy of it. Not that you know of. No, that stuff is online. Yeah, I guess so. You can watch all those episodes. You don't have a DVR of any kind? No, no, I don't. What happened was when I got the cable for the new house, yeah. I uh, forgot to order the DVRs, mm -hmm. like the DVR boxes. So we've been living a year without the DVR. It's been great. Yeah, don't miss it at all. No, no, everything's on demand anyway. Yeah. I mean, except for the live sporting events. That's the only thing. Yeah. Okay, dumb guy question that doesn't do this much. Go ahead, Jeff. Can, without the, God, I'm going to sound so dumb when I ask this. I'm sorry, but i just not a TV guy. Without the DVR, can you, you can't rewind. No, obviously. no, no, no. Okay. See, that would bum me out for hockey season coming up. 
Because if I got the game on and I happen to walk into the other room and something happens, I want to rewind it and go, oh, what happened there? Oh, no, but I mean, I still think that, like, all the, the features still work the same. Like, if you're watching live programming and you No, can, you can't pause. Because it's, pause. it's no. DVRing no. it the whole time, no. right? That's oh, how you can pause. rewind. It's live TV. Oh, it yeah. It is live, live, live. Yeah, I can't tolerate that. Moment, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I went through much. the whole season last year without it. I don't it was do fine. It, I don't do it much, but I'd like I may to have do. the option, I think. Having the option is is nice. Yeah, but you said you, the words out of your mouth were "it's been great." What's been great about it? Just the, just the, well, you, you don't, don't have, have to pay worry for about it. it. Oh well, okay. That yeah. stuff costs money. Yeah, yeah. That's extra. And I swear that DVR is extra. Stresses you out even more because then you then you get it and you look at it and you're like, oh, I got forty five jets. Exactly. Man, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I don't want to delete these. Now I'm wait, uh, now I'm now I'm worried about room and the DVR. Yeah. Oh my god, we got to start deleting things. What haven't we watched? I, I said the other day, why do we have thirty seven episodes of Teen Titans on the DVR? Why? Exactly. Why do we have thirty seven? Where all that stuff is available on demand. Right. Hmm. All of it. And if not, we got the Amazon and we got the Netflix. What else is there? They don't need it. Right. Don't need the DVR. There is so much stuff. We have so much stuff. We have got to, like, like whittle it down. Because we've got Hulu and Netflix and our cable stuff. I mean, yeah, there's just so much. It was, at first, when we set up the cable boxes, I got the remote in my hand. I'm like, why is it not rewinding? I can't pause. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> And then realizing, oh, my God, I forgot to order the DVRs. All right, don't panic. You'll be okay. Breathe, breathe. All right, should I go back to the charter place? There's a there's a Spectrum, I guess, uh, store in, uh, in the Valley. Maybe I should go there and return the boxes and switch them out. No, it's all right. Let's try this out. It's been fine. It's been all right. So, listen. Yeah, we have so much, we have so much media, yeah. anyway. With the, with the TVs and the computers and the iPads, and I'm thinking of getting an iWatch now. Really, an Apple Watch. Uh, my oldest just got one. She loves it. You see the uh, new design from yesterday, the big, uh, the big Apple announcement yesterday. So the one that hangs around your neck and it's real uh-huh. big. They, it's called the Flava Flav. Yes, <laughs> can't wait. Apple Watch, huge. Yeah, you can swim with those. You do everything. Wow. I never knew that. I just put my iPad on a chain and wear it. Sure. <laughs> That's the most stylish way to uh-huh. do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, the big um the big yearly Apple announcement went down yesterday. You want to know some of the highlights? I do. Here's some of the highlights. And let's talk about the iPhones. Because that was the big one. Apple's flagship phones this year are the 5.8 inch iPhone 10s. An upgrade to last year's $1,000 iPhone 10, and the iPhone 10s Max, a larger version of the iPhone 10s with a 6.5-inch display. By the way, they're saying it will not fit in your pocket. The Max. The Max will not fit in your pocket. Do they show a picture? Is it comparable to the Plus, or is it even bigger? It's than bigger. The plus? Wow. So we're just going full, let's split the difference between an iPad and an iPhone. So both phones come with Face ID, like the uh, like the, like the the 10s last year, and a big, bright, edge-to-edge display with no home button. And they have OLED screens that are brighter and higher quality than the display on last year's iPhone 8, a significantly faster and more efficient processor, a better camera with a more powerful sensor and better HDR and longer-lasting battery. 
And yes, I'm calling it the iPhone 10, not the iPhone X, which is a big controversy over that. What do you call it? Because it's iPhone with the letter X. I defer to the Apple people for that. How do they say it? Here's how they say it. Let me get a little piece of audio from uh, yesterday's announcement. This is uh, from the Apple people. The iPhone 10 described our... Vi- oh, iPhone 10. And it's <laughs> a British guy saying it. Well, he said iPhone. It's the iPhone 10. The iPhone 10. We've all been it's saying iPhone, it wrong. iPhone 10. The iPhone oh. 10 is match. Not X. I hope you're listening to Adam. He works at Apple, and he yelled at me for calling it a 10. So I've been calling it an X ever since because I got yelled at by an Apple employee. This is a British guy saying it. <laughs> which makes it, which makes it totally legit. Way it makes more it right. No. and right. Not only is it from Apple, but it's a British guy saying uh-huh. it. The iPhone 10 described our vision for the future of the smartphone. Today, we're extending that vision with significant advances across three and entirely new products iPhone 10s, iPhone 10s Max, and iPhone 10R. 10R? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, 10R. I'll so explain that. In a second. That's the I one can't wait for to use right-handed people. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't wait use the, to the use L's the 10s match. Uh, besides the size, they don't look any different from last year's iPhone 10. But now you can get a sleek new gold finish, Ooh, in addition yeah. to silver and space gray. Uh-huh. But you put the cover over it anyway, Thank so it doesn't you. matter. There's no That's brown one? Thinking. We're going to get to oh, the sorry. iPhone XR. Oh. That's Apple's third new iPhone, the XR. It's a lower-cost version of the XS. At 6.1 inches, it's bigger than the XS, but it comes with an LCD display. The same screen Apple has used in the iPhone 8 and every iPhone before it. It also has aluminum edges instead of the stainless steel ones that the other iPhone 10 models have. So it's a cheaper made version. Okay. But Siri sings better with the tenor. Tenor. What did you say? I said, but Siri sings better being a tenor. 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 Wow. That's pretty good. We really. No! Just... So we have the tennis match, the tenor. I like what this. are you doing? You know what we need to do? You and I need to have a chat after the show. <laughs> All right, please. Okay. The collective faces of the room was brilliant. Well, yeah. You mean when his senseless stuff actually makes sense and you go, wow, that makes sense. So the uh, the 10R comes in uh, just a bunch of funky colors. I believe that's where the where the brown comes in. You get it in uh, in coral or yellow if oh, you want. That's like the old iPhone C. Remember they made like 6C and there was like... Blue ones, red yeah. ones, yeah. yellow ones. Yeah. So the iPhone XS starts at $999. The XS Max starts at $1,099. And that's for the lower gig ones. I mean, if you want to go up in wow. gigs, that's starting at. And you'll be available to pre-order those this Friday. And they will ship on September the 21st. Now, as far as the XR... That'll cost you seven hundred forty-nine bucks, and will be available for pre-ordering on October the nineteenth. So there you have that. Yeah, and then and we're all iPhone people in here except for Jeff. So go to sleep. All right. Because <laughs> they also announced a, uh, a, a, a iOS update. It's now the iOS twelve. You know the 
the processing system they yeah. use. Operating yeah. system? Operating system. So that will roll out, uh, I think, pretty soon. Going to be available for iPhones, iPads, and iPods. The iPhone, uh, th- this this new operating system will generally just make your phone run faster. It says the camera launches up to 70% faster. The keyboard appears up to 50% faster. Uh, the typing is more responsive. There's also a new feature on there called Screen Time that lets you see exactly how much time you're spending on your phone. I guess that's a, that's a great way for the feed to keep track of the kids. That's great. So you keep tabs on the kids. Uh, Memojis are now a thing. They're basically customizable animojis that you could make look exactly like you. And for the animoji lovers, there are four new ones, a ghost, a koala, a tiger, and a T-Rex. I know you've been asking for that. Oh, finally. Finally. Uh, You could finally FaceTime with multiple people, up to 32 people at the same time. Damn. And Apple says that one's not going to be available right away. Instead, it's going to come out... uh, Sometime later this fall. That's huge. So there's so many people doing conference calls and things and using all these, uh, uh, you know, ca- camera apps. They're, they're camera conference calls, basically. Mm-hmm. So that kind of... Yeah, up to 32 people at once. Puts all that out. There's going to be an easier way to search for photos, better password management. So it says in the new software, your iPhone will, uh, will want to automatically make strong passwords for you. And according to Apple, passwords that have been reused or flagged in the in the settings thing, so you could easily replace them with strong ones. Uh, the music app is going to let you search for lyrics to find a particular song. That's awesome! Holy, Holy cow, that's this is huge! The best. Uh, you could get your student ID card in the Apple Wallet. Apple says that students can add their student ID cards to the wallet on iPhone and Apple Watch and use it by simply holding their device near the reader anywhere student ID cards are used on and off campus. And they said the entire notification system has been reworked, so. That lyric thing is massive. Yeah, that's cool. You realize the benefit? That is pretty the cool. Benefit? I mean, think about how many years you've been alive where you've gone, God, what, what's that song? It's, uh, you, it's you Got the Touch. You got you, know, you got the power, but but you can like you say it to a thousand people. You're like, come on, man, you you know this song. I mean, as as DJs, we've been here, we've all been here, and gotten phone calls while we're on the air and said, hey man, you guys played a song yesterday around so and so time, and it sounded yeah, like lyrics this. are, you got the touch, you got the power. What? <laughs> Who is Sounds that by? Familiar. Who? Mm-hmm. Right, let me just quick search that. Video. It's oh, there it is. <laughs> you got the touch. You got the power. <laughs> Thank you to us, Jake. Have you ever tried singing into a Shazam? By the way, uh, no. I mean, I've, I've even tried that because I'm like, I gotta find out this no, song. Pull up Greek fire <laughs> instantly. Uh, today's Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct, is Lyle Bales from Mascuda, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, Lyle. yeah. Uh, Since Lyle's a truck driver, he streams the show all over the country. He streams in the morning, turns to the podcast in the afternoon. Loves real or fake. Loves the tension which can be felt during the results. Loves match up with Moon. And just how we bust each other's balls. Uh, Lyle loves to ride his Harley on the weekends. And when in Missouri, he always hopes to run into Jeff one day. Oh, how cool is that? There you go. Well, run on in, brother. I would say search your uh, local parks. Sure. 
<laughs> Usually near the bathrooms. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so true. Lyle Bells from Escuda is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Show on 1057 The Point. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314 969 Dude 314 969 3833. Cameras in chat room 1057 Thepoint.com. Nope, not 969 Dude. Yeah, nope. You got the same little thing I got going on. A little, little uh, <clears throat> yeah, a little something there. I'm trying to work through a cold. Yeah. It's 3146 Walker. Damn it. It's all right, man. What are we getting? The dude phone's back. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I don't know. Dude, we, it happens. It just happens. <laughs> looks sorry, right dude. at me and starts screaming. Phone number is 3146Walker. <laughs> it's like he blacks out and wakes up and goes, I just yelled at somebody. <laughs> right. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show, your emails, Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. Does anybody else find it quite disappointing when you look at social media? Yes. And, well, <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> More specifically... You follow somebody, somebody you like, and you see them complain about something that's so cliche. For example, you go down a notch for me when you complain about the airlines on Twitter. I don't know why. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, it's a very cliche thing to complain about on Twitter. Oh, my God, I've been inconvenienced. Like, I'm special. Like, I'm special. Like, nobody else gets inconvenienced when it comes to canceled flights or lost luggage or, quote-unquote, poor customer service. Right. So you take to Twitter. I tweeted an airline once, and it was actually at the suggestion of the customer service person I had talked to for two hours. Okay, that's different. She said, send send a general tweet, and when they respond, talk to – because this this one particular airline – Prided themselves on their social media customer service. Hmm. And believe it or not, that was the fastest way for me to get somebody on the line. So, for example, it's, <clears throat> it's you know. crazy. But that, at, that wasn't one of the big boys. Like, at Southwest. Oh, fly delayed, changing gates again. Okay. Never flying Southwest again. Oh, that kind of stuff. Like, that kind of just dumb stuff. <laughs> oh, two-hour delay. So Never fly again. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, I look at this in a totally different way, and this is me being like a novice traveler and things. I only travel normally once or twice a year, but like I look at that stuff when that happens as a part of the adventure. And I know again that I'm in the minority there, but like I don't know, man. I think it's it's different. It's different than my day to day routine. So like, if something gets gets bumped back on the way to well, Austin, it makes I it seem know. like in the day. Eh. It makes it seem like, you know, all the uh, customer service reps go, there's Donnie Fandango. We're losing his luggage. Right. <laughs> Guy doesn't travel much. Let's make it memorable. Right. Oh, your, oh, ba- your bags look, are in Yemen. Sorry. Let's look at the, uh, let's look at who's on this flight. Oh, Donnie Fandango. Let's delay it. <laughs> that, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Two hour delay. There are people, though, that every day that is their routine. So some something with the airlines or, or that sort of system is, is their routine and when it costs money, I, you know, I've seen people get upset. I've actually seen the, the majority of the people that I think have a right to get upset, I've seen upset in a pretty classy way. Thank you. 
No, I, but most of the time they go on to social media, onto Twitter, onto Facebook, looking for somebody to go, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. I feel you. I was 15 minutes delayed once, too. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I did follow up my, uh, my, my tweet with that airline after they fixed everything because they went above and beyond after the fact and everything. And I did tweet, whoa, man, this airline is badass. Their customer service is spectacular. Like, they did care that they messed I'm something ta- up well, really bad. For, uh, Jeff just read a tweet from uh, Tommy Pham from the, from the Cardinals. Yeah. And, but had a complaint and like about, you a, said, about an airline. It sucks when it's somebody you dig because I dig this guy. So what do you write? He wrote, the worst experience with American Air will make sure I never book a flight with you guys again unless you ante up times two. Jeff, where was he flying out of? Uh, and I don't know if there's much going on there right now, but 11.35 last night from Charlotte, North Carolina. Ah, mm. okay. Oh, that's Nothing's going on there. Oh. Yeah. And I'm sure, yeah, that's all American Airlines' fault then. Uh-huh. Oh. They're just sitting around doing nothing, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, in Charlotte. Sitting Blue skies. Hands. Yeah. Yeah. They created that hurricane. There was no details on what, what the issue was? No, that's all it says. And that's another thing, too. It's like, you're calling somebody out for what? what what's going on? Tell us. Yeah, unless you ante up for what? Like, and what, what did they do? Yeah. Did they, did, was yeah, not like there's anything delay? going on in Charlotte. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think I might empathize a little more if I knew what was going exactly. on. Yeah. So this is a troll for something. Like, you're trolling for some kind of reaction from people. I don't also like the whole idea of everybody thinking that they get something for free or something. You, you know what I mean? Like, something like that should come, that there should be some kind of, I don't know, something for free out of it. I don't know. I think sometimes unfortunate things happen. And One of the worst jobs has to be gate attendant at an airport. Oof. Oh, my God. I've seen them take abuse. Um, if you, I'm assuming this is out of that area, but I just Googled Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm sorry, American Airlines, Charlotte, North Carolina. Airlines cancels hundreds of flights. Yeah, because of a hurricane. Caps fares ahead of Hurricane Florence. Oh, they probably didn't realize he was at the airport. Ah. Uh, oh, Mr. Pham, yes, we'll get this flight out for you. I want to know what happened. More than 500 flights have been canceled so far. Unbelievable. My whole thing is you complain about the airline, and it's making it seem like you're the only one that's ever, ever been in at a— and, and as somebody who flies, like myself and Moon can attest to this, you're flying tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You just flew three flights last week. Yeah, I mean, it happens. And there's some stuff. Listen, I've had my luggage lost. It sucks. Maybe sometimes you have to take the social media to get the attention of of the airline. I've never, I've never done it. But it's like the dumb little stuff. No. Oh, my flight's delayed. <laughs> yeah. Boy, this airline food. <laughs> gates. <laughs> what day is it today? It's Thursday. Today's Thursday. I fly today. Oh, you're flying today. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's, uh, that's well, they're I'm they're at. you know because of what's going on on the East Coast, you better check your flights. Okay, I forgot about that. I am going east. You are going east. So listen, dealing with uh, a, a delayed or stranded flight, it is the worst. And that's in part because under U.S. law, airlines are not obligated to provide any compensation for delays or cancellations, even when it's their fault. Hmm. They don't have to do anything. Right. But there was, this is some advice from the New York Times. And there was an article on this about how to handle such unexpected, you know, travel problems. Snafus, if you would. These could help make things a little better. 
So if you're stranded overnight because of bad weather, know that the airlines are not obligated in such cases to pay for your meals and hotel. Use the airline's app, call the customer service number, or speak to a gate agent to figure out your options. Maybe they will help you out. But you got to ask. They're not obligated to do anything. If your U.S.-based carrier is flying in from Europe, they must abide by customer-friendly or European Union rules. That means if if your flight from, say, Dublin to New York is canceled or delayed for more than three hours, you could be entitled to substantial payouts from the airline. Wow. That's if it's a Europe-based flight. When's one of those rules coming over here? Probably never. Unless you just tweet something nasty at the airlines. <laughs> if we get right. nasty tweets. Give yourself a chance. Yeah, call them out. <laughs> uh, if a gate agent asks for volunteers to take a later flight in exchange for a voucher, know that if you accept, you will not be entitled to additional compensation. They say always check in 24 hours ahead of time. Otherwise, you may be out of luck when it comes to uh, bumped passenger compensation rules. Like, where are you flying? What airline? I'm flying Southwest. Did you check in already? I think. No, I always forget. I forgot it was Thursday. <laughs> Whenever we fly Southwest, I always set the alarm for like five minutes before, 24 hours before yeah, the flight. Yeah, I know, because of the group. Hmm. Yeah. Do it always. now. I should do that. You should do it now. Yeah. I got to figure out what airline it is. You, you don't even are, know if it's Southwest? You are ready no, to go. <laughs> do you know the songs you're playing? You, sir, are a rock star. You know where you're going, right? <laughs> That's you going to New York. Whenever it's time. I don't know. Do you know what airline, what, what airport you're flying into? Perfect. No. no. You know which band you're playing with? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm prepared in the things that I need to be prepared in. Uh, they say download the airline's uh, app. When you get wind of a long delay or cancellation, your first move should be to speak with someone, either in person, at the gate, or on the phone. But wait times in those situations could be epic. So download the carrier's app to check departure statuses and sometimes easily change your itineraries. And then ask for, for what you think you deserve. Like, while you may get turned down, you should always, and they say politely, ask for what you think you deserve. But just, in essence, don't be a dick. Yeah, I was okay? going to say keyword. <laughs> don't be a dick. It's part of the adventure for me, Donnie. Like I, you said. I guess. I like your philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I subscribe. Yeah, what's the Tommy Pham thing? Anybody know? It's got to be one of those canceled flights, right? Yeah, or a delay, yeah, a delay, a cancel, something. You know, I've had I've had both experiences. I, I had I've had flights canceled. I've missed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading one of the responses to his tweets. Yeah, what does it say? And he said, "You had flight trouble out of Charlotte, and you're mad. There's a hurricane coming. Fly private, big baller." What a douchebag. Go, Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Best Very well. baseball, everybody. It <laughs> yeah. has been a day off, and he was doing wow. something on his own, just so you know, but I don't know that. You know, I, um, I've had both experiences. I've had canceled flights and or delayed flights, and therefore I missed another flight, and the airline did nothing to help, so I've slept in the airport over, overnight on the floor or on whatever bench I can. And I've had an experience where a storm came, so it wasn't really the airline's fault. Or, you know, they delayed a whole bunch of different different flights. That flight then came in late. I missed another flight and was stuck overnight, and they put me up in a hotel. Uh, so yeah. I've, I've had both, and you just kind of roll with it. This is a great one. Tony on Twitter says, I fly all the time, and one complaint from people that kills me is the complaints about the TSA line. But they'll go stand in line at the Starbucks 
and stand there for an hour. Right. <laughs> absolutely true. Right. Brilliant. Gold. Absolutely true. Right. The That's line the of the Starbucks comment. at the airport is always like an hour and a half. Yeah. And they'll stand in that line for a half double decaffeinated half calf <laughs> that costs, you know, 50 bucks. That is He plays brilliant. with, a fan plays with Tampa, right? He's now, with right? the Rays. They, yeah. they were in uh, Cleveland last night. Mm. They were in Cleveland last night and a day off today. <laughs> so whatever that means. I mean, I wonder if that was a connector flight or something. I mean, I don't know. There's a hurricane coming. Wait, but aren't they flying charter anyway? If he was with the team? Who if he's knows? with the team, they're, they're flying charter. You would think so. Maybe the rest of the team was complaining, too. If I played for the Rays, I'd complain a lot, too. I think. Nah. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Show 1057thepoint.com. Uh, this is from uh, uh, from Jeremy. Uh, faithful listener, not a Facebook guy. My wife just sent a PM. Private message, right, uh, to the Riz Facebook account with a link to an astonishingly, astonishingly douchey video that was shared by the Parkway School District on Facebook, and I saw Kerber. You guys see this yesterday? This too. Oh, yeah, man, oh dude. Is uh, so the video is, and it's just making the rounds everywhere, locally. So it's a school bus. The video is from the school bus. Yep. And you can see the school bus has put out the stop sign, and some guy drives around another car who has stopped, drives over a lawn. Speeding, I mean, talk about reckless, and goes around the school bus. Thank God no kid was hurt or killed. Yep. And, you know, and Kerber uh, retweeted it, and he made a really good point. You know, you can see the video everywhere, obviously. When the car comes around, maybe pause it and see if you recognize the guy, especially if you live in the Yeah, I, mean, we, I tweeted something out yesterday about it, too. Yeah. And it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. Whoever this is will be, will be caught. And, and, and we, can, we can joke about the story I'm about ready to tell because nobody got hit, but I have, I have a friend named Alvin who uh, a few years ago, I think it was on 109. It wasn't on 109. That doesn't make sense. But anyway, he was by himself in his truck. And there was a school bus stopped with the light, with the with the sign out, the stop sign out, and the light on, and he went around it, not thinking. Like mm-hmm. he didn't go, "Oh, I'm not stopping for this bus." He just I'm wasn't going thinking. around. He just wasn't thinking, wasn't paying attention. He felt so bad, he pulled over and called the police on himself, on himself. <laughs> and the lady that answered said, "You know, nine one one, what's your emergency or whatever number he called." He was like, uh, "Yeah, I um, I just went around a uh, school bus with the stop sign out and the light on and everything." And she was like. What do you want me to do? Right. <laughs> and he goes, well, I just thought I would let you know just in case anybody called or, and said, hey, this white truck or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, do you, do you want me to mail you a, a citation? What do you want me to do? He's like, well, no, not necessarily. I just want to clear my conscience. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, oh, that's yeah, actually kudos nice. to him. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll catch this guy. What a douche. Yeah. I, don't, I, I live right near a school zone, like like legitimately right, right off a school zone. And the way that people buzz through there. Drives me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Think about the kids. Yeah. Think about the children. The children's. Next. Uh, This is from Ryan. Says uh, Jeff. I hear you on the show talking about your health and your hormone level. Where do you go for this? Also, did Patrico have surgery? Or where did Patrico have surgery uh, for losing his weight? I'm feeling uh, bad about my health and would like to get some help. That's from Ryan. Oh well. The first step is asking for help. That's right. Look at you, Ryan. I could do go. So man. you go to Victory Men's Health. Yeah, I do Victory Men's Health for the for the hormones, and uh, Tony did uh, SSM SSM Healthcare Weight Loss Management, I believe it was, and he's doing fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. and he does Victory as well. He they, they help him out with that. So. And I encourage that guy to listen to Joe Rogan. He just had Diamond Dallas Page on there, yeah. and he talked about his program and shared a lot of stuff. Oh, he got he does that yoga thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's D- super D- impressive. DDP yoga. yoga. Yeah, yeah, it's really impressive. 
which I think Patrico was doing that for a little while. Yeah, Patrico was talking about it, yeah. yeah, well before um, we saw that because he 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 was featured in that Jake the Snake. Uh, movie and some yeah. other things, but oh, Tony had talked about Roberts. it a year or two before. Yeah, I think he talked about. It. I don't think he did it. This is way before his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His surgery. Yeah. But I said, man, if there's a video of you doing yoga, mm, do yeah. I want to see? Got to see that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. At your heaviest, I just want to see you do yoga. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Next. Uh, this is Dave saying he was listening to the podcast, heard us talking about our discussions of interactions with various celebrities. Who was the baseball player you saw? Oh, was it Jeter? Oh, Derek Jeter. <laughs> Ever tell you about that story? Mm-mm. I was in Vegas coming out of, uh, coming out of a restaurant, and uh, I'm, such a, I'm a huge Derek Jeter fan. That's, that's my guy. Uh, so in comes an, like a bunch of people, and it's, it's Derek Jeter and his entourage. And I, the only words I could say were Derek Jeter, just like just like that, just like that. He's yelled it out, like I just yelled it out. Did he look your direction? Did you get anything? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. That's all I could muster up was oh Derek Jeter. Yeah. Just like that. I high pitched, and I was with a bunch of people, and they're like, "What the hell is your problem?" <laughs> he turned into a girl. Like what? I I fangirled. That's funny. That's all I could muster. I think I would do the Derek exact Jeter. same. <laughs> but I said the other day, athletes, I'm I'm starstruck when it comes to athletes. Yeah. It's funny. I clam up. I could talk to musicians. I could talk to actors. I don't care about them. Well, this Dave guy was in a uh, what he calls a hole, a great hole-in-the-wall barbecue joint in Alabama. It was every man for himself, super busy, grabbed a four-top table. And uh, two minutes later, a guy, as he was eating, a guy comes over and says, hey, are you saving these seats or can I have a seat at your table? He said he didn't look up. He said, yeah, grab a chair. Uh, took a couple more bites, looked up, and he saw his boyhood idol, Bo Jackson. Oh, no That's a way. cool yeah. one. I would cool was that freak one? out. Yes. Would He's you a- talk to him or would you like? Oh, yeah. I would you read, would? I would, read the, I would read the air. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would re- I would. If there was an opportunity and I didn't feel bad about it, I would go for it. One hundred percent. Would you go for some sort of Bo nose joke? No, no. Like, no. How'd, you, how'd you know about this place? Oh, you know everything. No, I, 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 I would just. <laughs> <laughs> I what was, kind of? It was a barbecue joint. Yeah, he so says Bo it's knows a ribs. And <laughs> so you know ribs, huh? Well, it's funny you say that because listen to this. He says we didn't talk a whole. Oh, I almost vomited, but I managed to control myself. Good. We didn't talk a whole bunch, but he was super cool and he even asked if he could try one of my ribs. <laughs> He yes, laughed. Bo Jackson. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you can. He laughed when I said he'd have to fight me for it, so I gave him one. Absolutely the best celebrity encounter outside of meeting you guys. Yeah. I, the whole time, he, if I was in a situation, I'd sit there and would be really embarrassed because I'm like, I had a poster of you on my wall. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. And I'm the creepiest person now in the world, but I can't say anything about that. <laughs> I wouldn't that. do that. Yeah, I but I'd think com- about just that. Just be cool. He just compared you guys to Bo Jackson. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Just be cool. Just be cool. Yeah. Is he the one that's in the archery? Archery, archery yeah. He makes yeah, he's own. got a great thirty for yeah. thirty. Yeah, that's where uh, I saw it. Yeah. I once uh, was on a uh, an American Airlines flight uh, from St. Louis to New York. I was flying by myself, and I'd use points uh, to upgrade to first class. Look at me, big baller, <laughs> big baller. <laughs> so I'm by myself. I'm sitting on the window, the window seat, and there's an open seat next to me. And who comes sit next to me? Dan Deardorff. No way. And he was heading to New York. I guess they were covering a, uh, a, a Giants or Jets game. And 
I saw him walk on the plane. I'm like, I got an empty seat next to me. Oh, he's sitting next to me. Didn't say a freaking word. <laughs> I, I remember seeing him out, and he was a big fella. Big fella, and he had, and he was reading the notes for the game. Well, would you love to read those? I would, and yeah. I tried to kind of take a gander over, but he, it was almost like he sensed me cheating on a test, <laughs> so he kind of covered up. He covered up. Maybe but. he thought you were working for Al Michaels or something. Mm, yes. Yeah, look for some secrets. <laughs> what I, I was, did notice was he was he limped. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. He was a guy that was bent over for he, a while, right? Oh man, he had a hard time walking. Yeah, I remember when I was in California. I think it was for Jackass Two, the premiere for that. I was. I went down to what's that stretch? Uh, Venice Beach, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I hope I see a, a big celebrity of some sort. And I saw walking together, Jose Canseco. And his and his daughter, what's her, her name's Josie, I think. Yes. I mean, she was like tiny, tiny at the time. And then back at the hotel I was at, the hotel pool, besides all the jackass guys, but before they even got there, Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, Webster. Oh, that, Webster. Was, that was my Webster. two big stars uh-huh. that I saw. Webster. Have you ever had a moment, though, where you left a flight or someplace and you realized you, like, who you were just talking to and you had no clue? Because I had a flight from L.A. to Springfield once, Missouri, and I was sitting there and I saw this guy sitting next to me and he had a... The, San Francisco 49ers playbook. And I'm like, ah, I guess you work for the 49ers. All this. And he was super nice. He was saying he's going to a funeral in Tulsa, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm like, who was that guy? So I looked it up and it was Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> and oh, I'm really? like, Jim Harbaugh. How stupid am I? He's on TV every freaking day. <laughs> My wife called me up once. She goes, I sat next to a very nice fella. She was on her way from Los Angeles to Santa Barbara, like one of these little puddle jumpers, mm-hmm. little tiny planes. So uh, she said, I sat next to a very nice fella. I said he was in a band. Uh, Tommy Shaw. Oh. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> wow. wow. You sat next to Tommy Shaw. She goes, he was very nice. <laughs> I barbecued with John Elway before. That's that's cool. That was that was nice. I think my brother said something. I didn't I didn't say anything. I was a kid. I sat next to exhibit on a plane. Huh. Oh. During <laughs> his like heyday. Yeah. You know, during the show. Yeah, you like, gotta pimp your seat. In common. Like a whole huh. bunch of rappers. I'm always wow. next to a rapper. I always think I see famous people and I don't. Like I thought I saw Q tip getting out of a car outside of uh, Lollapalooza a bunch of years ago. And Mary said, That is not Q tip. He's getting out of an old Honda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Q tip is known for his old Honda. In LA though, you, you like you walk through that airport and they're so um not interested in celebrity just because it's ev- it's everywhere out there that you see the you see everybody and you assume like oh they're gonna if, if somebody walks through and they're all decked out like head to toe you're like oh that's got to be a celebrity being from St Louis no that's probably somebody from St Louis no it's a wannabe who yeah, thinks that's, that's, what people, exactly. that's what people in LA because I like. saw Charlize Theron in, in that airport just with a cap on and a sweatshirt and first of all that's most they beautiful. try not to stick out yeah, right know. that's the most beautiful woman ever but nobody even cared and she was just like eh, whatever. they try like, not to stick out like she rolled right out of bed. All right, Jeff, one more. Uh, this is from Andrew. We were talking about uh, picking a new blues player for our weekly interview, our weekly segment, because, you know. Yes, Carter I believe Hutton's we've gone. made progress on one. I'm not going to say who yet. Uh, we're, we're, almost, we're almost there. We're getting a new uh, Carter Hutton. If you wanted, well, we need a Carter Hutton right now, apparently. Uh, if you wanted to try to give them an audition, several have done interviews on the Spittin' Chicklets podcast. Joel Edmondson, Pat Maroon, uh, Shen has all, all done interviews uh, this offseason and have tons of great stories. Past Blues have also, also done interviews, and they're fantastic. Spitting Chicklets. That's Spitting a, that's Chicklets. A, what, a great, what a great podcast name. Yeah. That is, a, that is yes. great. 
Also, a very sly way to get your podcast mentioned on the race show. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that face you gave, Donnie. The face you gave was so perfect. A lot of exposure. Hopefully, hopefully, chickens. Uh, ch- chickens. Chickens <laughs> doesn't. Uh, yeah, chickens is a good podcast. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, chickens doesn't get word though and doesn't send a uh, season desist. Can you use a brand name like that? Chicklets? Yeah. I mean, it's a hockey term. Yeah, but it's still a, it's still a right, yeah. brand name. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that's where they got it. Yeah, we'll move on. Hopefully, nobody knows. They'll be fine. Ouch. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah, we, we've made some progress, so we're, we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there, Donnie. It rhymes with Garth Butcher. Oh, I shouldn't have said <laughs> Next week, hopefully, we'll, we'll, have the, uh, we'll have the player. I'm looking up that podcast now. Hopefully, we'll have the player on with us yeah. next week. So, Thank you all for your emails. 707 on this Thursday. Oh, by the way, John Patrico's going to be here later on for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. Oh, they got a great logo. Spitting chiclets? Yeah. It's just like a uh, um, like a silhouette of a helmet and a smile and his missing teeth. It's oh, great. nice. That Another is a great here. name for a podcast. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, doesn't know who says that. Panger. Darren Pang. That's his, uh, uh, looks like he lost a chiclet. Yeah. <laughs> going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, hot on the heels of uh, Les Boonvez uh, being, I guess, removed is the best way to yes. put it, from the network. Uh, 60 Minutes, their executive producer, that Jeff Fager. Oh, he's been with them for a long time. Yeah, he's not with them anymore. He left the program yesterday. Uh, he's got his own uh, issues. He's got his own set of multiple misconduct allegations against him. He's accused of misconduct by six women. This was uh, also in that Ronan Farrow article on The New Yorker, that expose there. Uh, workplace culture there at the network. Uh, it's in the news division. Quote here, uh, Jeff Fager is leaving the company effective immediately, according to uh, CBS News President David Rhodes. He said this uh, on, well, yesterday, quote, the action today is not directly related to those allegations, is what he says. But? He did vi- violate some company policy. Uh, and that is our commitment to uphold those policies at every level. Uh, apparently, the violation, he, sa- he says that uh, he uh, uh, texted another employee and uh, basically discussing work, and he had a bit of attitude, and that's the reason why they're letting him go. Oh, there's got to be something more than that. Fager says, this is what he says, terminated my contract early because I sent a text message to one of our own CBS reporters demanding that she be fair in covering the story. Despite the fact that journalists receive harsh demands for fairness all the time, CBS did not like it. One such note should not result in terminating after 36 years. That's why I'm sure it's not just one note. You know what I love about this whole thing? I love that these douchebags that have been in power for a long time, that have treated people like garbage, that have sexually harassed and and thought they were untouchable. The ones that are not gone already... The ones that are still in power, they got to be sweating. They are probably sweating. When oh, is it yeah. my turn? Yeah. And you go back, you go, huh, who was I Who was I nasty to? 
I wonder what it's going to mean for the for the for these you know like for that network long term. You know what I mean? Because you're getting new people in those positions too. You know what I mean with different yeah. outlooks and things. And I wonder how overall it will affect. Yeah, it might the, take the, the, the CBS business. down a different road or something. You never like know. That. Somebody with yeah. a different vision. But right. I love the yeah. fact that a lot of these people are just me mentally tortured. When is it my turn? When is, when is my when is my number going to be called? Right. Kind of sitting at home, just feeling the walls closing in mm-hmm. on you. Like, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually. And, and the other side of it is people that, you know, the the men especially, obviously, that haven't done anything wrong, they make comments, and then they get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? Like Norm McDonald. We talked yesterday about Norm McDonald getting in trouble for uh, talking about the hashtag MeToo movement. And he was supposed to be on, I guess it was Fallon last night. He got pulled from that. So he went on Stern yesterday to try to walk back those those comments that he made of the MeToo movement. Uh, he may have actually upset another group. He said, and I quote, I never defended the perpetrators. Because he, he basically, uh, you know, said, hey, Louis C.K.'s my friend and Roseanne is my friend. Right. And you don't, you know, they're, they're going, they're losing everything, that sort of, I completely, I'm completely behind the hashtag Me Too movement. And here it is. You'd have to have Down syndrome to not feel for the victims. Oh, oh man. Come on. That's Norm. That's our norm. He did add the that the hashtag uh, Me Too uh, is quote what you want for your daughters. We want that to be the future world, of course. He also talked about uh, getting yanked from the Tonight Show uh, just minutes beforehand. Apparently, there was a lot of discussions going on right before he was the show was supposed to start. Jimmy Fallon, the host, obviously friends, long time for him. Um, Decided to stop in and just say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. People are crying. Senior producers are crying. So Norm said, you know what? It's cool. I don't need to go on and ruin your show. So he backed off and he was cool about it. So the interesting thing is he's scheduled to be on The View today. So we'll see. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, that'd be good. (laughs) You say all that and sit down with all what? With Whoopi? Yeah. Because Whoopi ain't having it. No. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. won't hold back. Mm -hmm. Mm No. Not me. Mm -hmm. No, No Lord. Uh, speaking of you, uh, two things. Me too. I'm going to beat your ass. Whoopee. <laughs> two things that uh, recent history has shown to us. Basically, anybody can do uh, two things. Be president and or write a book. Stormy Daniels, certainly not the president. Uh, so, yeah, she announced yesterday. Uh, or, I'm sorry. Yeah, she announced on view that she done write herself a book. All right, Stormy. I have a book coming out October 2nd. Wow. Cool. All right. Disclosure. The book is called Full Disclosure. Well, you were only with Donald Trump, like, for what, two times? How much can you disclose? <laughs> There's a lot really? in the book. But the book um, isn't just about that. That doesn't define me. No. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, you did this for... Everybody who knows me and has known me for a long time knows I've been working on a book for about 10 years. Hmm. So I just sort of melded everything together. I've kept notebooks, for, you know, the adventures I've had on the road and in strip clubs and stuff. It'll blow your mind. But are you going to give details of that night in the hotel with the... Yes. You are? Yes. That'll and be I'm sure she's going to write, the book. Sure she's gonna write yeah. the book herself. I would imagine. The thing that's funny is she's been she's been keeping a notebook, you know, during while she's been a stripper the last ten years. How many guys are like, oh crap, <laughs> oh crap? I gave you a fin. I gave you five. I'm sure she sat down and wrote that book herself. No ghostwriter whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Roseanne is going to be on the season premiere of Doctor Oz. 
I don't know if this is a certain place where you go for your career once it's in trouble or what happens. Dr. Oz? But he's going to be, or she's going to be on the season premiere of Dr. Oz, yeah. Uh, preview online that I grabbed here. She uh, she talks about the weird things that some people do on Ambien. And what I want you to do, please, for your entertainment purposes, is listen to the little jab that Dr. Oz gives right at you. Remember, she what did she blame her tweets on? Ambien. All right. And remember, Dr. Oz is a legit doctor. Right. Like, he's a... He's a like, world-renowned heart surgeon, I believe. But hasn't some of his ethics been called into question well, here in the, the last couple of years? Well, I think the fact that he endorses products, I think that's been been been, been called on him. But yeah. uh, here's, listen, here's uh, Roseanne and Dr. Oz. In the middle of all this, you brought the Ambien issue. Yeah. How did that affect you? Well, I've done some weird things on Ambien. I think a lot of people have, too. I've heard from thousands of people about it. One guy got up and cooked a turkey... And ate it. So that was like four hours, if you think about it, and didn't remember it in the morning. And all the time that happens to me when I go up in the kitchen and there's a whole box of Triscuits laid out and eggs cracked on the wall, cheese everywhere. I ambient eat like Tiger Woods ambient drove. It is a weird drug. I actually looked up ambient and you know, tweeting is not a side effect. Ah. No. <laughs> Well, By the way, tweeting is not a side effect of yeah. Ambien. I mean, if you took Ambien and then the next morning you realize you were upstairs or downstairs in your kitchen eating Triscuits and rubbing eggs on the wall, wouldn't you maybe scale it back on the yeah, Ambien? Yeah, not take Ambien anymore. Yeah, maybe maybe break one in half. I don't I've know. Been, I've been yelling about Ambien night crimes for years. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, you have. You know you that. You were in on the ground floor with that. I was one of the first. <laughs> night you crimes. You were an initial investor in uh, night crimes. I, uh, <laughs> I was given a prescription for Ambien years ago. Because I was having some issues sleeping. This is before doing the morning show. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. I mean, solid eight hours. Solid eight hours. And I said to myself, boy, this is so good. I'm probably going to have to throw this away. Right. Of course, you woke, up in, Qu- you woke up in Quincy, yeah. Illinois. I, but- I scared myself. Dude, that stuff scared, scared me to death as well. And if you mess up, like, the, if it's not the perfect scenario when you, when you take one or whatever, the, the night crimes and all that kind of stuff is like... You know, I I sleepwalk without any sort of drugs. I don't. I don't. Well, I'd be like all my pillows would be off the bed. Right. Yeah. And I go, how the hell did that happen? I have no idea, no recollection. And you have you hear stories about people walking out of windows. Right. You get a call the next day from the night manager at QT going, oh, "I'm sorry, we're not hiring." You're like, "What?" <laughs> well, you yeah. put in an application. Yeah. I was taking <laughs> Imperial. What? I was taking something to help me sleep for a while, and I was eating and not remembering that I was eating. That's, yeah. And that's I woke awful. up. And I woke up one morning, and this is so terrible. And I had like. I had like cupcake stuff on the side of my oh mouth my and in my Whoa. chest hair. And <laughs> oh I don't remember, and I didn't remember it at all. And we didn't even have cupcakes sure? in the house. And, and, I, <laughs> and I remember that morning, Mary looking at me like, where, where, or the way that Mary looked at me, I remember thinking, she is reconsidering all of her life choices yeah. right now. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. But yeah. And you and couldn't so really I, blame her at the no, time. Not no, not at all. Not at all. But I stopped taking it that's after that. That's pure terror. Yeah, that, man. I mean, that's pure terror for me. I, I, I've had a few moments where I've woke up in, in like different rooms. And I'm just like, oh my god! Like, you know, what if I ended up in the street? Yeah, uh, you, I, you know that's what I mean. I stopped. I literally flushed the. Uh, I know it's not yours. You know, we supposed to do, uh, but uh, yeah, I threw them all out. Wow, I've never had it, never taken it. I mean, the, like the crumbs were like crushed up in my chest hair. It was, it yeah. was a real now, that bad. I've done without the ambient. <laughs> was that a rock bottom moment? I mean, it was. Well, it was scary, man. Yeah. And it was, and it was just like, all right, I'm not taking this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And, and the. You know, the doctor was cool about it and got me on something else. But mm. 
not good. Uh, Dancing with the Stars officially announced uh, its its uh, cast for the twenty seventh season. Uh, you you tell me. You just tell me. Is it D and C list celebrities that they're digging up? I don't know. Nancy McKeon. She was uh, Joe on Facts of Life. Mm, Joe. Yes. Uh, Yes. And there's, oh, by the way, there's a pre, uh, preview video up on the blog for this if you want to check it out. John Schneider, who was, which, what Duke was he? He was Luke Duke, I he believe. He was Bo Duke. Exactly. Bo Duke. Yeah. Good job. That's what I said. Uh, DeMarcus Ware, former NFL linebacker for what teams? Anybody? Cowboys the Raiders? and the Broncos. Cowboys and the Broncos. Riz, exactly. You. you got it right. <laughs> uh, Mary Lou Retton. Uh-huh. Former, what medal did she Wheaties win at the cover Olympics? Model. Gold. Gold. There you go. Yeah. She's the one that landed and then her foot was hurt, right? No, or that was ankle? Carrie Strug. Darn it. And that was way after Mary Lou Retton. Yeah. Uh, Tanisha, she's a pop R&B singer who had a hit with Schoolboy Q, which I love Schoolboy Q. Oh, I know. You're, you're always singing that. It's called Two On, and that's the number two on. Only, you know that old, one? only old school Schoolboy Q stuff. That's I don't like true, it. Yeah, his, his new stuff, stuff is just uh, terrible. Uh, and uh, we know this person, Nikki Glazer, is oh, going to be yeah, on yeah, How about yeah. that? An actual star. No, and how do you think they describe her? Standout comedian. And? An actress. Podcast host. What? She's not a podcast host? I mean, they have a podcast. But you don't have to she's, yell at me. She you know, does, just, uh, she, does she has show a show on satellite radio. Yeah, she has a show on satellite, right. and she's in a few movies. Like, how would they pass that over and go straight to podcast? And you know what? I just read that they just started podcasting it, so I bet she probably said put podcast host on there, I bet, yeah. now that I think about it. Ivana Lynch, anybody? Nope. Nope. She was uh, in the Harry Potter movies as Luna Lovegood. Okay. She was the blonde that you haven't seen since she played Luna Lovegood on uh, Harry Potter movies. Uh, let's see. Uh, Robert Bones. Uh, Robert J. Bones. Robert host, J. Bones yes. out of Nashville. Bones. Uh, grocery oh, Store Joe. Yeah, he was on uh, The Bachelorette. Juan Pablo DePace. He uh-huh. plays Jimmy or uh, Kimmy Kimmy Gibbler's ex-husband on Fuller House. Oh, man. Wow. Alexis Wren. <laughs> She is a social media model. Uh, Daniel Umstead, a three-time para. Uh, oh, this is the. This is. Is this the lady that was? Uh, she was uh, paralyzed for a while and then blind and then became and then was in the Paralympics and now she can walk. Yeah, and she talk was in a uh, parasailing accident. Milo Mannheim, he's seventeen and starred in the uh, Disney Channel movie Zombies. So that's your uh, that's your cast. Uh, walk, walk, walk that back if that's not true. That's I not true. Right? To, uh, I don't know. You could have just glossed right know. over it. I, I <laughs> honestly feel like there's a chance that I could be invited on the next season of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I think your your numbers come up. I, I mean, I think I think I, I mean it's you guys lottery, more right? so and quicker than me. But man, oh man, it was Nikki Glazer than Donnie Fandango. <laughs> I'm happy for Nikki Glazer. Oh my yeah. god, me too. That's she a great looks vehicle. So giddy in the in the in the promo too. So it's on the blog. Season twenty seven premieres on September the twenty fourth. Uh, DC and Warner Brothers may be looking for a new Superman. Uh, Henry Cable. Sure. Cable. Yeah. Looks like Cable, he's Cable. out. Looks like he's out. They were doing contract negotiations. Those broke down uh, for him to just do a cameo in Shazam. Uh, a scheduling conflicts, that sort of thing. So there's a chance that he's just going to be done because Ben Affleck possibly done as Batman. Oh, the studio could be looking to reboot both characters, plus the fact that it's going to be a couple, two, three years down the road before they do another one. They're thinking both of them will age out of it. I saw an interview with this guy, not Henry Cavill, but somebody who said, I would love to play Batman. And I'm thinking, hmm, this guy would be a good Batman. You're talking about, Batman I know you're talking Superman. about. Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, he's Ooh, got the jawline. John Hamm would be a good Batman. Hey, 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 you don't think so? 
I'm, 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 I'm picturing. Close your eyes and picture it St. Louis' own John Hamm. I was such a Mad Men fan that like he is Don Draper to me. So I'm I'm picturing Don Draper in a Batman suit. Um, he wouldn't need the codpiece. From what we look, <laughs> look, look at where they are, where they're having to reboot Superman and Batman. Yeah. By the way, like, Henry, Henry Cavill's awesome. I thought he, he was, was good, good too. I mean, like exquisitely made for yeah. that yeah. role. Yeah. Possible I, replacement for Superman being thrown around. Donnie Fandango. I'm busy. And second place, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, a black Superman, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. That guy is a badass. He is. But he's, he's already he's such a, a badass. I'm not going to spoil. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for Donnie. Thank you. I appreciate. When you, you see that, though, when you see what he's talking about, that dude's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's he was good in 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 that Black Panther movie. I just cannot imagine them having to reboot both of those things yeah, at this point. Man, that's crazy. And I'm completely out on Ben Affleck as Batman. Completely. Yeah, I, out. I didn't like him in the first place. No, I gave it a chance. And I can say that I don't. I, I wasn't a fan, but after I gave it a chance, I didn't like I it. Did. I didn't want a Heath Ledger the guy. Oh, I saw. I saw the the Justice League. I saw the Batman versus Superman. I didn't like it. Man, it took me forever to get through Batman versus Superman. I didn't like it. Man, he was. So a, you, did, you didn't like it, did you? From <laughs> here, here's my issue. He was an okay Batman. He really was. He was not a good Bruce Wayne. That was my issue. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't like buy him. As I didn't Bruce like the Wayne. whole thing. I thought the whole thing was garbage. All right, who's the uh, top grossing? Top grossing actor of all time. I have the top 10. There's I, 50 total. The link is on the blog. I think I have my answer. And and this is me not looking. I'm saying all-time grossing, and, they're, and I also have their all-time highest grossing movie. And when I say grossing, that means, obviously, return on investment, and it's not just them. It's the movie overall. I'm going to write this down. Okay? Uh-huh. Fold it up. Put it right there. I, I'm thinking one, but I know it's wrong. I mean, I know it's not right. I think... Think about franchises. Okay, I think I might... Think about big franchises. Oh, I don't have a pen. I don't know what I needed to write down anyway. No, it's, it's not John Ratzenberger, right? It is not John okay. Ratzenberger. No, but no, if he, he, oh, he's right, in all those Toy Story, all the Pixar movies. You're right, I'm sorry. There is one like that, number seven <laughs> on this list, at least for me as a guy that went, oh, I wouldn't have thought but that's about that's not who I wrote down, though. But when I say that... That's not who I wrote down. I'm not a movie guy. But like John Ratzenberger is in like some of the biggest movies of all time. He's right. all Pixar, Pixar movies. Is Tom Hanks on there? He certainly is. He's number four. Ooh, so it's not Tom That's Hanks. who That's I would have written down. $4.605 billion. His highest grossing <laughs> film would be? Forrest Gump? Nope. Uh, Tom Hanks. Saving uh, Private Ryan? Perdition Road? No, no, no. Road what to Perdition? Toy Story. Oh. Close. Toy Story 2. Polar Express. Closer. Three. Three. Toy Story 3. I knew you'd get it. $415 million that sucker uh, has brought in, or grossed, I should say. Wow. Number 10 on the list. This is uh, a Sh- a Shrek 2, Eddie Murphy. Okay. 3.8 and a little more billion. That uh, Shrek 2 is his highest grossing film. Okay, so we're talking about... Oh, okay. So we are talking about all Here's time, and yeah. then you're just featuring their biggest Their movies. biggest movie, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Number nine on the list. His highest grossing film is War of the Worlds, 234.3 million. Tom, Tom, Tom Here's Cruise. Here's what I'm thinking here. Just under $4 billion. Number eight. Think about all the stuff he's been in. I don't know, man. Think about the franchises he's been involved in. Yeah, yeah, you could be right. I, I don't think he's number one, but I think he's top five. Number eight is Anthony. 
C-3PO Daniels. Oh, Anthony Daniels. $4.040 billion. Highest grossing film. My answer more. Harrison Ford. Uh, one of the Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Number seven, and I don't know this guy, uh, but uh, Andy Serkis. S-E-R-K-I-S. Oh, he's the guy that plays Gollum in the Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, he's Kate Beckinsale's ex. Star Wars, The Force Awakens. speaking of the luckiest man ever. He's Kate Beckinsale's Wasn't he? I thought he was. Isn't that the same dude that he was in Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the guy with one arm. Yeah, like he's the first role I've ever seen him in, like a crazy badass, like beef. He's like role. the king of the green screen guys. Oh, he's in Black Panther. Did you say that already? Yeah. Lord of the Rings, War of the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he plays like the head ape. Okay. That's oh, I'm thinking it sounds important. Crap. You've got to have a big toe, all right? Uh, number seven on the list is uh, Scarlett Johansson, 4.385 billion highest grossing film Infinity War. Yes. Number five, this is where I think you might we might be getting interesting as far as your what you wrote down. Number five, his highest grossing film is The Dark Knight. It's gotta be Christian Bale. Uh, Heath Ledger. Nope and nope. Oh, um The Dark the, Knight. The uh the the commissioner. Uh, not the commissioner, the, the the police is it the commissioner? He becomes commissioner. Yeah, Gordon. Gary Oldman. Nope. Uh Michael Caine. Nope. Morgan Freeman. Yes. Morgan Freeman. Four and a half billion. Four and a half billion. All right, we've already talked about number four. That's Tom Hanks. Number three. This is who I think you wrote down as number one. Highest grossing film, Avengers Infinity War. It's got to be RDJ. Number three is RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. I'm thinking of Michael Michael Sheen. Sorry. Number two. Michael Sheen. Circus and Michael Sheen look so, I mean, not familiar. Similar. Number two, uh, highest grossing film, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. You got to be right. Oh, no, he's not in he's that. He's not in that. Oh, that's right. So I'm going to go back to this Harrison Ford. number Four. two. Harrison Ford with all the... Oh, with, Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. The, Harrison Ford. So my number one. I, I got to be number one. Damn it, I you got to be number one. I've got a solid guess there, too, but and it's not that. All right, give me your solid guess. Mike Myers. Not a solid guess. Robert Duvall. Still Robert Duvall. <laughs> Robert Loja. I, I think wrote you down must have it. Samuel L. Jackson. Nope. Samuel <laughs> L. It. Jackson. Congratulations. $5.75 billion highest grossing Star film, Wars. The Avengers. So he was in, you know, the, the prequels for Star Wars. Right. Which made a ton of money. And The Avengers. I mean, yeah, and then, Die Hard. There's there's 40 more of them. You can see it on the list. One more quick thing. Can you? There's a there's a uh, piece of audio in there uh, entitled "Fresh Start." Can you tell me who has this new song out? Check it out. Courtney Love. Knew somebody was gonna say Courtney Love. It is not. No. She was followed by cameras for five years to film her story. It's out September 28th. The Maruka story song. is called Bad Reputation. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Oh. I like this. I too. You know what? It sounds like a Joan Jett song. Yeah. She was in the Runaways, right? Yes. Yeah. Didn't she do young, she do Warped young Tour? in the Runaways? Huh? I, 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 I'm sure she, she has. I feel like I toured with her. 
<laughs> I think they. I think they did, and I think they did in the last few years, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so featured uh, testimonials in the film. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day talks about how amazing she is. Uh, Iggy Pop, Pete Townsend, and a whole bunch more. Now, if you don't know who she is, and one other reason why I want to, want you to play this audio, we've been talking about songs that you that with questionable lyrics nowadays. Mm-hmm. I love rock and roll. Listen to the lyrics, and I love rock and roll. Okay. You know, jukeboxes and stuff. Not yeah. even that. First of all, the scene is in the video, she walks into a bar, and this guy's standing at the jukebox, drinking a beer, and she says what? What's the next line? I knew he must have been about 17. I knew he must have been about 17. And then she, he's over there drinking a beer, and then she, she's going to take him home. Well, they're just going home to singing it, so it's okay. But they're just going home to play more records. Right, and he's drinking a bottle of beer, first Maybe of all. their neighbors. <laughs> he and, looks at him. Oh, she's, she's giving him, him a ride home. Taking him home to his parents. Firstly, I, think of that, I think man. that number, as silly as this may sound, but from a songwriter's perspective, I think that number is probably so prolific in all these 17? Yeah, because it's, it's easy so to rhyme. Rhythmic. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like like eight. It's just, it's just, the cadence is good. It's it's rhythmic. It's, it's a good, you know. Yeah. It's a good sounding war, a yeah. good sounding number. I know, right. that's, I know that sounds silly, but you're going to see all that sorts of silly. Uh, crappy birthday is today. Niall Horan. Do you know who he is? Yeah, man. One Direction. One Direction. Yo. Oh. And now he's got the solo stuff. That slow hand song, This Town. Uh, Niall Horan is 25. Ben Savage. That's Fred Savage's less handsome little brother. You know him from Boy Meets World and Girl Meets, uh, Girl Meets World. Ben Savage is 38. Fiona Apple is 41. Stella McCartney. Fashion designer. She's uh, Paul and Linda's daughter. Stella McCartney is 47. How about Zach Starkey? Oh, Ringo's kid. Ringo's son. And drummer for The Who. Yeah, and a badass. Total badass. So you got Stella McCartney, 47. Zach Starkey, Ringo's son, is 53. What are the chances? Tyler Perry is 49. James Addiction drummer Stephen Perkins is 51. The Rose Master General. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross is? Ooh, I'm going to say 50. 53. Dave Mustaine, the Megadeth leader, is 57. Randy Jones, you don't know this name, but you know his music. He is the original cowboy in the Village People. He is uh, 66. <laughs> and I love this dude. Peter, Mother F and Cetera, is 74 today. Like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. <laughs> Here comes Peter Cetera from Chicago. I feel like he has three birthdays a year. I feel the same way. <laughs> like, we're always talking about Peter Cetera. Because he's so awesome. <laughs> uh, today's Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's. It's where fun and fantasy meet. And today we celebrate the birth of Crystal Wilder. And today's birthday girl has been wrecked more times than a car at a demolition derby in 228 fine films, including Washington DP. <laughs> they spelled that wrong. She was in Muff the Vampire Lair. She was in Hootermania. Uh, Hooter <laughs> she was in Single White Nympho. She was in Anal Taboo. She was in 10,000 Anal Maniacs. <laughs> and who could forget her unforgettable role in You Bet Your Sweet Buns? Oh, boy. Isn't it great when you just listen to the titles, you can see what she's willing to do and what she's not mm-hmm. willing to do for money? 
Crystal Wilder is 50 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthdays, and that right there is your crap on celebrities. Thank you very much. I believe uh, John Patrico's here. Yes. Got the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up shortly. We'll do some news next. You're listening to The Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, look who's here. John Patrico's here, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. It's much nicer seeing Donnie over there than my son. Oh, yeah. Such a cheerier person. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Patrico. That didn't take long. <laughs> well, Tony, uh, you know, Tony, the birthday boy yesterday celebrated know, his, uh, how old, 34? Uh, yeah, I think. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Somewhere in that area. Uh, Tony is at uh, Disney World with his family. And should be, uh, I think, driving home tomorrow, he said. Tomorrow night he's supposed to head out. And I'm hoping with the storm on the East Coast, he's going to be all right. Yeah. That will be a drive from hell (laughs) if it isn't. Yeah, because who knows where that storm's going. Right. Because they say Atlanta may be affected. And And I think he may be driving through Atlanta. Right. I mean, I know they go through Atlanta. I mean, that was the, the lone time that I went to Orlando. That's that's the, the route that we went. Right. I mean, but I wonder if it's going to force his hand. I mean, I wonder what the traffic even being like getting out of, getting getting through there in the first place. Who knows? Mm. Yep. Who knows? We'll find out. I'm sure the house has been nice and quiet. Oh, it is. No kids. You know, I got two dogs still, but they're, they, they mind their own business. Yeah. Is it just you, you know? and the wife in there? No, now? I have Besides, my grandson with uh, us because okay. they're so you're not you're not you're not using every room since no, everybody's my, gone. No, no. I was hoping all. maybe. I what to sleep. What do you mean, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, I have intercourse, Riz. No, to oh sleep. my god, Jeff. <laughs> oh, just one thing I wanted to say though, when I came, Scott let no. me in today. Uh-huh. This Carl guy, not a talkative guy. Oh, the no, Carl the mannequin. Really <laughs> not By a talkative guy. I thought I felt a little snubbed, really. I forgot to I forgot to mention, you know, uh, today is the last full day mm-hmm. that King Scott has with Call the Mannequin. Has he done his dinner yet? I, I asked him tonight. And I'm not being accusatory. I just don't know. I, I'm asking. What do you think there, uh, Scott? Yeah, it's going to be tonight. Tonight. Mm. Right on. You have a place picked yeah. out? Sorry, I'm getting my headphones on here. Yeah, it'll be tonight at a very nice place. Ooh. Ooh. You know where it is? <laughs> no, I don't. Neither does he, apparently. I had a suggestion. <laughs> no, I'm not no? invited. Oh. I had no, it's supposed to be just them two, the mannequin oh. and King Scott. Okay. Do you know, do you know no, that, out. has Carl accepted your invitation? <laughs> he actually hasn't yet, but I'm going to make him anything? go. Okay. I yes. thought that's what we discussed, that it just has to be them no. two. He says that, no, he's bringing somebody. Because you are? We, well, if you listen back on the podcast of that, but yeah, there was um, one person on our show, Mr. Burton, who didn't want to do it alone. And so we all agreed that we could have people with us or a person. I didn't want to do it alone. I yeah. thought it was supposed to be solo you style. into the fire. Well, that's <laughs> silly because why would just one person be able to overrule everybody else? Well, no, we all agreed to be like, all right, you know, as you long got? as that keeps hmm. us doing this one. That doesn't seem like something I would say, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. He he uh-huh. fought me tooth and nail on this. I said, no, the whole point was you got to, it's got to yeah. be as awkward and I weird as possible. I thought it was possible. solo style. You yeah. always look He's, up. You can always go back and look. instantly started yelling at me. It was like, you guys you know where the piece of audio is? What's that? Yeah, I'll I get, want to hear it. I'll pull it up. <laughs> okay. I'll find it somewhere. All right, find it. I want to hear it. There it is. Right. Now, now, listen, though. I, I'm just saying this. Donnie's going to play Mr. Nice Guy I, over I, here. I, I, well, yeah. yeah, I am, because Scott is a Mr. Nice Guy. Like, sure. I know, but that's not, not the punishment. The punishment is it, 
It is what it is. The punishment has been set. I I don't recall more than one person being invited, but if you got the audio, you got the audio. God, I can't, it's too bad Tony's not here because the dude remembers everything. He would he I would can't recall. refute it. Hmm. That might be a text message I mean, worth Scott, sending. Yeah, send him a text message. Right. I mean, Scott's just looking for somebody with a little conversation. This guy just doesn't talk to you. I mean, you want somebody to talk to you while you're sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely comes off as arrogant. I will say that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, listen, find me the audio, Scott. All right, I will. All right. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want proof. Oh, I don't want no shenanigans. Whoa. Whoa. I know. We're not there yet. Uh, we're not there yet, no. <laughs> All right, John is here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. We'll get to that later. Right now, time for some news. Officially, beginning now. I mean, right now. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news sponsored by Club Fitness. Thank you, Donnie. Uh, two people shot at the Del Mar Metrolink station last night. This was just before 7.30, so... When I say last night, I mean still daylight. <laughs> Both victims conscious and breathing when cops got to the scene. Uh, one, uh, one witness who was there told Channel 4 she heard multiple gunshots and hit the floor. I mean, she was just there for to take the train. Buses, trains were skipping the station because of police activity for a couple hours, but normal service has been restored. So that was at the uh, Delmar Metrolink station last uh, last night. A uh, 12th grader from Hazelwood Central High School shot while he was walking home yesterday. Jeez. What? Mm-hmm. Just like John said. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's a, that's where I mm-hmm. went. This was near Greenway Chase Drive in Sabrina Lane. Right where my daughter used to live. Dead street. Now, I haven't seen what what anything like anything about like what led to the shooting. They're saying the victim knew the shooter. Uh, I do know that a bunch of uh, schools in the area were put on lockdown after after the shooting. Uh, after school activities at Hazelwood Central were canceled. Um, the kid, I think it was a graze wound. He was taken to urgent care. Right. He'll be all right. But if you have any information, call the St. Louis County Police Department. I mean, they had, on the news that showed, they had multiple people in handcuffs and, you know... I mean, I don't know if they were just picking up everybody, saying, get in the car. Uh, I don't know, know, but, I mean, the kid was walking home from, from school. Yeah, I mean, that's right behind Hazelwood Central, too, mm-hmm. essentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops are looking for the fellow who robbed a Cricket Wireless store in Delwood yesterday. Guy walked in the store with a, I guess he pulled out a gun. This was in the 10,000 block of West Florissant. Ordered an employee to open the register, rolled out with cash. If you have any info on that, called the North County Police Cooperative. Hey, remember we were talking about 57-year-old Sylvia Brown the other day? Yep. Police were called to a house in North County in the 2500 block of Dukeland after somebody called concerned about the well-being of somebody at the house. Cops get there. They found 59-year-old Brenda Brown dead of a gunshot wound. And then they issued an endangered person advisory for Sylvia, the sister. They were like, hey, we're concerned that she was a victim or she will become the victim of a crime. Well, they found Sylvia, <laughs> and she has been charged with murder. Wow. Police say that she shot her sister in the arm and in the neck. And Sylvia told the police that she'd been planning it for a while because of being in financial trouble. And she didn't want her sister to find out. Well, that makes sense. Mm. I can't believe that didn't work. 
She's not going to find out. Boy, this is just sad all around. So a woman named uh, Carol Balweg, and maybe you've seen her mugshot, maybe you've seen her picture splashed on the TV screen, but uh, she's from Troy, Missouri. She's facing charges for allegedly stealing pain meds from her terminally ill daughter and abusing the daughter. Now, Carol is the caretaker of her 20-year-old daughter who's in hospice care. And doctors say that they made calls about the care of Carol's daughter uh, to the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. They've been investigating. But anyway, the daughter had been prescribed fentanyl and oxycodone. And some staff, I guess, at the hospice center, the hospice care place, they said that Carol had requested her meds be refilled earlier than required. Red flag. And because they were worried about the do- uh, or because they were worried about the daughter, doctors did a urine screening, which showed no signs, zero signs that the prescribed pain meds were in her system. So that means the pain meds were going somewhere. They certainly weren't going to the daughter. They then decided not to fill the prescriptions going forward. Carol's daughter had developed bed sores. So the police rolled out to uh, search their house on Tuesday. And during the search, Carol admitted that she has an opioid addiction and was using the oxycodone prescribed for the daughter. And Carol looks like she's in bad shape. Yeah, oh, This is this is the mugshot that I saw where she's looking down and she's got the marks she's got all over her face. sores all over yeah, her face. Oh, boy. As I'm saying, it's a sad story all around. And she's been charged with stealing a controlled substance and abuse of an elderly, disabled, or vulnerable person. And if she makes bail, she will not be allowed to have contact with her daughter. I almost kind of hope for her sake she can't make bail and she has to stay in there. To and, detox and at least. detox at least, yeah. Hey, remember a couple months ago uh, there was that guy who was live streaming videos uh, of his passengers oh, yeah. in the Uber and Lyft cars? The guy's name was uh, Jason Gargak. He streamed hundreds of his rides to his channel on Twitch. And remember, Uber and Lyft cut ties with him back in July. Uh, well, this week, the St. Louis Metropolitan Taxicab Commission banned drivers from live streaming passengers. Now, they don't regulate Uber and Lyft, by the way. This is just for taxis. And the commissioner says that, listen, there's been no reports of live streaming, but we just want to get out in front of it. And just so you know, even though Uber and Lyft cut their ties with this Jason guy, Neither company has any specific policies banning live streaming still. Wow. They just said that Jason violated policies banning disrespectful behavior and uh, using customers' information for personal gain. So they still don't have any rules on that. But as far as taxis in St. Louis go. I like how they got out in front of this, at least the taxi place did, and said, you know, before there's an issue, hey, right. hey we don't allow this. Uh, we talked about this the other day. Got an update. Uh, Missouri has granted or has been granted another extension for the Real ID license compliance. I know you're going to be flying next month, Donnie. Three weeks. In three weeks. So the uh, Department of Homeland Security gave Missouri a grace period through January of 2019. And the current extension ends on October 10th. Quote, during this grace period, Federal agencies will accept Missouri-issued driver's licenses and ID cards for official purposes, including domestic air travel. Remember, the issue is a federal law with tougher proof of identity requirements needed at airports and some federal buildings and military bases. 
And the Missouri Department of Revenue expects the state to be compliant with the Real ID Act in March of next year. So you're all good. I better yeah. get a passport then. You got to get a passport. Yeah. I know. Well, especially next year, we're going to Italy. So I really you think, need a passport anyway. You need one anyway. And if you don't want to before that, yeah. And if you don't want to pay the expedite fees, you got to do it now. It's going to take a long. Right. They, you know, Bless my you daughter do. and them, our their family had them because they went to Mexico and. They said there's nothing to it. No, yeah. you got to go to the you got to go to the post office. You get yeah. picture taken. Picture taken, pay some money, and you're good. Hundred and something bucks, I think they said a passport cost them. Yeah, but if you want to expedite it, it's cost it's gonna cost you like four hundred bucks. Yes, yeah, it's four hundred bucks Ooh, God, to, to get that. it quick. <laughs> Otherwise, you're waiting like eight to twelve yeah. weeks. No, or... we're gonna we're gonna, we're probably do it within the next few months. I read a pretty interesting story about uh, a member of the Anheuser Busch family, like not a beer or anything, like an actual member of that family, the Bush family. 27-year-old Adolphus Bush V. He's not in the beer industry. He is in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. He is the great, great, great grandson of Adolphus Bush. No beer for him. This, this was a story in Bloomberg, like the financial site, Bloomberg about him. He got into the marijuana business after being denied a job at Anheuser-Busch because of nepotism rules which were created after the company was bought by InBev. So even if he wanted to get into the beer business, he couldn't. So he's now released a line of disposable pot vape pens. His brand is called ABV Cannabis. So Adolphus Bush V the fifth. Uh, in an interview, he said that he focused on marijuana because of the projected growth in the industry. And he's based out of... Colorado. Good place to be based out of if you're going to mm-hmm. be in that particular Yeah, industry. it's legit when I say he's in the pot business. I'm, he's not like a street pharmacist. Yeah. He's not, you know, slinging pot out of his basement. Like, he's legit. So if he's the f- so if he's the fifth, boy, you would have to think he is doing substantially okay financially, financially. to be able to do this sort of thing. Wow. Yeah. Just just launched. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was, it's a pretty good read, actually. Look it up in uh, Bloomberg. But yeah, he tried to get into the into the business, the family business, but because of these rules, he couldn't. I like in this article where I found it was uh, MJ Biz Daily. You know, I love that website. Mm-hmm. Uh, disposable vaporizer pens. Mm-hmm. Is what yes, called. that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, we got uh, more news after the break. We'll talk about the hurricane a little bit coming up the East Coast. We'll talk about what the FDA is going to be doing amid the teen vaping epidemic. Uh, back to Bush here real fast. Guess who, you know, you need money. You need startup money. Guess who is his uh, biggest investor? Who? His dad, the fourth. Uh-huh, yeah. Put in about $100,000. Yeah, he's got the he's got the money. Thanks, dad. Two things of note before we move on. Uh, note number one, tomorrow, I know John was just asking about this during the break. Hey, you doing that uh, Halloween trick-or-treat thing? The eat-and-treat thing, yes. 
Eat and Treat. We will give you all the details tomorrow. The second annual Riz Show Eat Treat event. All the details tomorrow. And then a bit of controversy surrounding King Scott's punishment. His Carl the Mannequin punishment. Which uh, punishment ends tomorrow, 10 o'clock. So one of the stipulations with having Carl the Mannequin with you at all times, you had to go out to one dinner. And he said, yeah, me and a buddy are going out to dinner with Carl. I said, wait a minute, I thought it's supposed to be solo style. Well, no, one of you guys said that it's okay to take another person. And I guess it was me. I, I guess, guess I so. said it. Because there were a bunch of Rizzo listeners tweeting over like, hey, Riz, you said it. Well, if you say so, I guess. I guess I did. And I get Patrico's backing it up because I texted him because in my mind the guy remembers everything or at least pretends to. <laughs> and he wrote, I said, hey, did we say the loser, Scott, could bring others with him and Carl on the dinner out? And he said, yes, Riz nixed the quote, must eat just you and Carl because Tony says he said Riz could not bring his family and Riz vetoed that. Wait, say that again? Say the last part again. And this is Tony talking. Because I said Riz could not, in all caps, bring his family Oh. And he vetoed that. Okay. Well, I guess I did. All right, Scott. <laughs> You're all good. Uh, just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure everything is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. I get it. No shenanigans. Uh, Hurricane Florence could uh, cause more than $170 billion in damage to the East Coast. You know what they saying? The big thing is that, that storm is going to stall. Because yeah. it's now been downgraded to a Category 2. I mean, you got still winds of 110 miles an hour. Yeah, Category 2 still sucks. It sucks, but the storm is going to stall, like, over the area. They're talking where my buddy lives in Wilmington, uh, 24 inches of rain. Oh, my gosh. Damn. I can't even imagine that. Man. And when is it supposed to hit? Uh, later tonight or tomorrow morning. So they're saying $170 billion could be the costliest hurricane in U.S. history. And the analytics from this CoreLogic group, they calculated the figure based on projective costs of uh, reconstruction after the storm. So up to 759,000 homes and businesses could be destroyed once Florence takes its toll. They're like, well, what about Katrina? Back in 2005, Katrina cost about $161 billion and was responsible for 1,400 deaths. So this would be more costly than Katrina is what they're projecting. Wow. Now, on Twitter, Waffle House wrote that it was closely watching the storm for any developments. Quote, the Waffle House Storm Center is activated and monitoring Florence. Plan ahead and be safe. And it included a photo of a group of people in the quote-unquote storm center gathered around a conference table. Now, why is that a thing? I have no idea. (laughs) Do you know about this, John? No. Do you know about the I, Waffle House I, effect? I, no. I, we've, I thought we've talked about this before. We have. You had to refresh my memory, shockingly. But it's been a while, but it's it's genius. It really is. There is such a thing called the Waffle House effect, and FEMA actually follows this. So, And they showed a picture at the front of the room. Uh, three screens showed storm maps and news coverage of the hurricane's path. FEMA actually play, pays close attention to which restaurants the company decides to close during a hurricane or other disaster. Informally, it's called the Waffle House Index. That's what it's called. The Waffle House Index. It's a real thing. 
and a former FEMA administrator came up with the idea while uh, leading uh, Florida's emergency, uh, emergency management agency. He said, quote, they're open most of the time. And that it was the index, if a Waffle House is closed because there's a disaster, it's real bad. They call it red. If they're open but have a limited menu, that's yellow. If they're green, we're good, keep going. Basically, Waffle House, it takes a freaking disaster to close a Waffle House. (laughs) If the Waffle House is closed, it must be bad. (laughs) You better run. That is the Waffle House Index. That's crazy. So FEMA actually looks to see which ones are open, which ones are closed, and what has a limited menu. I wonder if the reverse, like if the people that that are deciding whether or not Waffle Houses are closed, I wonder if they have pressure on them now, knowing that FEMA is watching them. Listen, if it's green, keep going. You haven't found the bad stuff yet. So keep moving towards where the Waffle Houses are. Are open, open, limited menu, limited menu, closed. You know, that's the bad area. Wow, man, oh, man. Makes total sense. And there are a lot of Waffle Houses in that area. Yeah. Are most Waffle Houses on, like, overpasses, like, right off the highway? Isn't that the the company that... Does it on purpose? Yeah. I don't know. Although, I guess the one at uh, Lindbergh and Baptist Church Road would would nix that idea, right? And also the one on Telegraph. Yeah. Other than those two, I thought it was that that particular chain restaurant that was all right off the highway. Well, Telegraph. Maybe not. Not far off the highway either. I mean, the whole thing is you're having a disaster, and you're thinking to yourself, where's our Waffle House? Well, you got to figure out. (laughs) I mean, those are the people on the ground. Yeah. (gasps) They're on the ground there. Sometimes communication's cut off. You know, power is going to be out for days there, if not weeks. They got to have some way to figure things out. The Waffle House Index. And listen, there's a bizarre, uh, I don't even call this bizarre. It's ingenious, actually. There's a refrigerator hack that you need to know about before a major storm. Like, let's say you, and this wouldn't happen really here if you have to evacuate an area. But God forbid we ever have to evacuate where we are. If you happen to be forced out before a major thing comes, there's a way to tell if the power went out while you were gone. This is ingenious. All you need is a quarter and a cup of water. So here's what you do. You put the water in the you put the water on the cup and you put it in the freezer and freeze it frozen solid. Then you take it out, you put a quarter on top of the ice. Put the cup with the quarter on top back in the freezer. When you come back or wake up in the morning, if it's a less severe storm, if you find the quarter has moved to the bottom of the cup, then you know your food was unrefrigerated. And it's no longer safe to eat. If you find the quarter in the middle, that means uh, the power may have been out for a little while. The food's probably still okay. You ideally want it where you left it, at the top. Yeah, that means your food fa- stayed frozen the entire time. That means the the fridge was on the entire time. Wow. Man, who thinks of this stuff? Gosh. <laughs> this makes me realize. Isn't that ingenious? That's a, that's a high idea if I've ever heard one. Come on. I mean, it's still a good one, man. That's a great idea. It is. Most of them are. That is a really good idea. I, mean, I don't I know. You would think there'd be a simpler are. way. But I usually look at genius. my clock if it's flashing, power went off. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do that. Or that. Or take the clock and put it in a well, glass of John, water. Well, John, if that happens, you don't know how long the power's been oh, out I for. I know, because this is going to say 12, 
Uh, U.S. health officials are considering a ban on flavored vaping products. And this is uh, after what the Food and Drug Administration is calling an epidemic of teenage e-cigarette use. So the FDA yesterday pointed to recent data showing a sharp rise in underage vaping with devices including the Juul and, and Views products. Right, that's a brand, Jewel, J-U-U-L. Yeah, there's signs when you walk into your local gas station. And they've ordered manufacturers to reverse the trend or potentially have flavored products banned. So basically, the FDA is like, listen, you better fix this teenage vaping problem or we're going to ban flavored, flavored vaping. So the five largest e-cigarette makers will have 60 days to come up with plans to stop underage use of their products. So the ball's in their court. And the FDA in the past has viewed e-cigarettes as a potential tool to help people stop smoking. But the FDA yesterday said they hadn't predicted what, what they're calling the epidemic of addiction amongst teens, which I did not see that happening. Yeah. While e-cigarettes are considered less dangerous than regular cigarettes, there's still nicotine in them, which is harmful to developing brains. And anti-smoking advocates say that e-cigarette makers are targeting kids with the flavored vaping liquid and marketing their products like Juul to teenagers. I was uh, in the car with my youngest, and I think it was my youngest. I don't know which one is which, but we were in the car and drove by a commuter lot with a handful of teenage boys that she knew from school or whatever, working on a car like there was a, the car was you know being jumped or whatever. And she said the one kid has a business of buying and selling these things to really to no school kidding. to uh, classmates. Wow! And makes, makes I mean some of these money na- for a kid yeah. that age at doing it. Some of these names for these flavors and I mean a guy that worked with us. He was big into these e-cigarettes. I mean, bubble gum, mother's oh, milk. Oh, come on, man. New York-style cheesecake? I mean, That's oh, why I, I want my cigarettes. Like. I mean, Fruit Loops. What was that second one you said? Mother's milk. Oh. What do you I mean? Swear. Huh? Yeah. What do you I, mean? Is that just I, a- I don't know. I really didn't want to. I wasn't going to try to pull it. off that? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, I could see where it lures kids, you know, to try these flavors. <laughs> not that one. Well, not You know one. what I like? My oh, cigarettes smell. taste like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going for, nine-month-olds? Uh-huh. I when mean. I have uh, fruity pebbles in my, in my mouth, it's because I'm eating a bowl. Yeah, of, right. You know, fruity pebbles. Weird. Well, it's like I'm smoking and drinking a cherry Coke at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, to relieve anxiety, one would maybe... Maybe uh, do some yoga. Maybe uh, take a nice long bath. Cops in Clearwater, Florida, got a call around 2.30 in the morning on Tuesday. 20-year-old guy named Carlos Salvador who uh, was inside a 24-hour laundromat. Oh, no. He was watching porn on his iPhone and jowing right there. Jeez. <laughs> right there. Uh, they <laughs> do that close the dry. Can you do that in a car like everybody else? Jeez. Uh, and he told the cops he was doing it because, quote, pleasuring himself in public helps with his anxiety. Which, yes, true. <laughs> but still. True. Time and place. Time and place. Uh, he was arrested for exposure of sexual organs. And that is your news brought to you by Travers RV and Automotive Group. Um, before we get to sports here, a question for you fellas. You see your family every single day. 
And I don't know. I, I think they'll understand when you ditch them to sit by, a, you know, sit by yourself in front of a TV for four hours, you know, watching a football game. They ever give you crap for it? Oh, my gosh. She's listening right now on her way to work. Sunday watching football with my lovely Mary. Oh, my God. It's awesome or it's not great? Oh, no, it's not great. <laughs> can, I, can I give you what I used to do when the when St. Louis had a team? And basically everybody cleared, the ho- cleared out of the house and let me watch football all day if I wanted to. I did laundry while I was do- watching football. Yeah, it doesn't go. matter what I do. It's like, <laughs> that's fine. It, it, here's I, the remote. Here's the laundry. And everybody would leave. First of all, I don't rarely ever just sit there and and watch TV for extended periods of time. But after I got back from DB's uh, on Sunday, uh, got the ticket, wanted to watch the afternoon games. And every 15 minutes, it was, oh, football is oh, still football. on. So that's passive aggressiveness. Oh, uh, completely. And, 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 passive aggressive Sunday, love it. And, and, <laughs> and mind you, fellas, there are multiple TVs with cable in our home. So, so there are- yeah, cable uh, there, read there, all of them? There, there, are, there are other options. But yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't get the peace and Maybe quiet on football Maybe she just wanted day. to be with you. She just wanted a little Donnie time. You could be with me just on the couch with me right. while I'm watching football. So there was a survey that asked people, uh, asked sports fans, what they've sacrificed for their favorite teams. 63% have traveled more than three hours to watch a game. 61% have spent money they shouldn't have. Would you ever miss work for a sporting event? Yes. 37% have. Nope. You ever miss a family event because of a sporting event? Yep. 34% have. <laughs> you know what? I say I said no missing a sporting event. I never have, but... I would probably blues Stanley Cup. Have you passed up sex for a sporting event? Ooh. I don't believe so. It's still on. I tell her it is a sporting event. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) And we're both going to win. Jousting. (laughs) Jousting. And it could be a double header if you play your cards right. We're both going to win. (laughs) 22% have uh, passed up uh, sex for a sporting event. Uh, Have you ever ended a friendship because of a sporting event? Nah. I don't think so. But uh, 14% of us have. And 2% of people have dumped somebody because of a sporting event. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Yeah. All right, here's Donnie. And he's got your sports. All right, sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the all the time. The Cardinals attempted a late comeback against the Pirates yesterday, but fell just short, losing to uh, Pittsburgh 4-3, uh, closing out that series. Jose Martinez, Marcelo Suna, both with RBIs for the Cardinals, which, you know, uh, th- th- this next part, for Osuna, it's, it's, you know, not a huge deal, him having 80 RBIs. But Jose Martinez, that RBI yesterday was his 80th of the year. Wow. That guy can just straight hit. And the Cardinals didn't trade much to, to get him in the first place. Uh, Cardinals and the team that's chasing them for that second wild card spot, the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, in town tonight for the first of four. The Cardinals lead the Dodgers by two in the race for that second wild card spot. Austin Gomer pitches for the Cardinals tonight. Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers. Game time, 6-15 a push. Well, we got the, uh, the Channel 2 news on in here, and they had the Matt Carpenter... Mojo Salsa. Yeah. The the anchors were trying it. Man, they are making the rounds with that thing. Absolutely. The anchors tried it. It's now in schnooks. The anchors tried it. Guess what? They loved it. Wow. They they said it was delicious. Can you believe that? Boy, they are driving this salsa thing right into the ground, huh? (laughs) Remember Rally Squirrel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. What was the cat? Remember the cat for a little while? Oh, yeah. The rally cat. Rally cat. 
Scott now Spezios. Got the, there's got to be something patch. every year. Yeah, that's right. It is dry right out of the ground. <laughs> Although I will say, the salsa was pretty good. Uh, it was, it was good. good. It I was pretty good. A couple of years, it's going to be Yadier Molina's broken hip. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yep. Blues goaltender Jake Allen will miss the first 10 to 14 days of training camp. Uh, this due to back spasms. The spasms were the result of a uh, training injury. Um, newly acquired backup Chad Johnson, Ville Husso, and Jordan Bennington uh, all follow Allen on the depth depth chart and will pick up the slack while he's out. If he's out the full 14 days, he'll miss all but one of the Blues what, exhibition games. Why aren't they putting Carter Hutton in there? Oh, that's Because right. he's with oh, Buffalo. that's right. They decided they didn't need him. <laughs> It still hurts. It still it's hurts. still real to me, Donnie. It hurts. It still hurts. It's too soon. <laughs> of, of all the one, of all the things that anybody could ask us as Blues fans, like, all right, going into the season, you're excited. What's the one thing happy that you're concerned about? A happy and healthy goaltender. Well, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And we're starting off the year a little rough in, in that regard. But I'm not going to push the Blues panic button, which normally I would. I'll wait to do that until October. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, this list came out uh, yesterday. According to Forbes, this is really cool. The Texas A&M Aggies are the most valuable college football program in the U.S. for 2014, 2015, and 2016. The team brought in an average of $148 million in revenue while notching $107 million in profit. Well, you know what's great is how much went to the athletes. Right, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> This is the, oh, yeah, zero. Well, here's the secret. The Aggies athletic department drew a whopping $260 million in contributions with $119 million going wow. to football alone, all right? And uh, I've got the top 25. How much went five. to the players? Huh? I'm still trying to figure I out that number. They're still so. crunching the numbers. Yeah. Man, so Texas, Texas A&M in first with $148 let me, million. Let me guess. Uh, Notre Dame's got to be on that list. Uh, Notre Dame is their number seven with $112 million. I'm trying to think of the most valuable college. Th- there's a teams. couple gimmies out there, I think, that when you when I say them, you'll be like, oh. Georgia. Let's see. Georgia, that's got to be there. Georgia's number 16 with $89 million. I mean, Alabama. Gators. Alabama Florida. would be number four at $127 Florida. million. Uh, Florida, number 17 with $88 million. FSU. Florida State, Florida State number 17 with $88 million LSU. right behind Georgia. Uh, well, LSU, let me get a chance nine, to, one. to name one. Sorry, LSU man, I'm at so number nine I, I with just, 112. Like, this is my this Where is did Vanderock College go? <laughs> <laughs> I believe they were 27. Uh, they just missed the list. Did they get naked? <laughs> But closing out that top five, uh, Texas Longhorns came in at number two with $133 million. Michigan Wolverines at number oh, three with $127 million. Also at one twenty-seven, Alabama Crimson Tide. USC. And coming Ohio in at number State. five, Ohio State Damn. with $120 million. Did you say USC? Uh, USC, that is number 18 with $87 huh. million. But, I mean, also, too, with some of these programs, like SC hasn't been particularly great the last couple of years. So you wonder what those numbers would look like. Mm-hmm. You know, coming out of the Reggie Bush era or or what have you. Uh, also, uh, week two of the NFL. Flo Valley. Flo <laughs> Valley. Hey, man, that's where I went. Uh, week two of the NFL season begins tonight as the uh, Bengals host the Ravens. Both teams coming off week one victories. Game time 720 on the NFL Network. Who wins, guys? Who are we going to... 
Who are we voting for? Who is it again? It's Bengals, the Ravens, Ravens and the Bengals. Where are they? They are in Cincinnati, I believe. No, wait. Yeah, they're the in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, they're in Cincinnati. I'm rooting for just good sportsmanship. Yeah, me too. I went to Bengals. I, I really hate Baltimore's team, but I think the Ravens best in the AFC North, so I went Ravens. Mm. I think I'm going to go Ravens, I mean, too. I haven't made my pick yet. I mean, but. birds, aerial attack. Blah, yeah, blah, there blah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I'm just undecided. I've got two more here for you. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, Antonio Brown of the Pittsburgh Steelers apologized through a team spokesman yesterday and issued a statement concerning an online threat that he made at an ESPN reporter by the name of Jesse Washington. Uh, the title of the story that was written was Antonio Brown is an Instagram all pro, but is that the full picture? End of quote. All right. Brian Brown reads this, clearly not happy, tweets directly at Washington saying, wait till I see you, bro. And then we gone, see what your jaw like. Oh, wow. All right. So Brown obviously deleted the post and yesterday apologized saying this. Oof. Uh, I made a mistake in judgment with my tweet last week, and I apologize for that. It is not okay to threaten anyone, and I need to be better spiritually and professionally. Though I do not agree with the negative parts of the story about my personal life, I need to have better control over my actions to use social media as a way to engage with my fans rather than use it improperly. Yeah, and this is nobody a statement. Told him to, nobody told him what to write. Yeah, no. this is a statement through the team that the team issued, and the team issued an apology to this guy, but Brown hasn't came out and done that himself, which I, which I just think is kind of crazy. And finally, uh, this one is uh, is for Riz. Finally, the uh, finally last night in the WNBA Finals, the Seattle Storm defeated the Washington yes. 88 to 82 yes. to sweep the you finals. You had the Mystics. Yeah, I had the, the Mystics. Mystics. Hey, I had the Mystics wire to wire, just so you guys know. Where was the Storm? Who won the Storm? Did they get defeated? The, the, ah. No, the... the uh, <laughs> The Seattle Storm, yes. The Storm won. Yes. Uh, Brianna Stewart led all scorers and had 30 points for I the I didn't know Mystics. she was back. I thought she was hurt. Stewart was the league MVP, was also named the finals MVP, averaging 25.6 points in three I, games. I hate to say that I saw the trophy presentation pictures, and there were maybe three people there. Uh, <laughs> From the team? Uh, in the stands. No, it was dressed oh. like your favorite seat night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. gentleman is sports. Thank you, Donnie. All right, John Patrico's up next with the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. Chat rumors, we need you for your names. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. John Patrico is here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. No, it's, it's nuts. Uh, you know, Donnie is in for in for Tony, who's in who's in Orlando for Disney World with his with his family. And you know, John's here. Not a lot of yelling today. Kind of. Kind of. I tried to start something with Moon, but it's just not the same. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, not the same. Not, not taking anything away from Donnie. No, I, just, nah, man. I, I think There's it's no nice. Screaming. I think it's puzzlingly nice. <laughs> you know, everybody's getting along. Everybody's getting Ready. along. Yeah. No yelling, no passive aggressiveness. It's, I hate it. It's interesting. Like I told you earlier, I said, that's what's bad about this. My son actually told me, Dad, I miss me and you fighting. Oh, is he started drinking again? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's He's so fine. nice. Like, son, uh-huh. that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yes. I love you, Dad. <laughs> All right, John is here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, brought to you by Dirt Cheap. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. 
12 St. Louis area locations. All right, so we have three brand new ads for you. You guys know what to do. You'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show for your favorite ad. Those of, you, uh, those of you in the chat room, please send over your name suggestions. Get in the chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I know Moon will be monitoring. So today we go to Canada, Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and Colombia. Mm-hmm. Not Missouri. Illinois. <laughs> Not Illinois. Oh. The country of Colombia. Got to be some freaks in Columbia, Illinois, right? I'm sure there are, but we don't have them. That's right. Can't do that no more. Colombia. That's how you have to say it, by the way. Colombia. <laughs> All right, John, ready to get into it? Let's do it. Here we it. go. Craigslist Freak of the Week, ad number one. Mature orgy happening soon. Anyone for everyone. 55-year-old <laughs> Alberta, Canada. Hey, guys. Hey. It's time for that yearly 50-plus orgy. Everyone is invited, and I can't wait to see all of you again. If you've been before, all you need to do is reply to the email that you have got last week, and I'll add you to the list. If you're a newbie, let me know that you're interested, and I can send you the deets. We've got the same hotel and rented out the same floor as last year. No worries, guys. Security has been hired. And no one under the age of 50 will be on the floor. Remember, each room will have a different set of rules. There will be a water sport room. Also, there will be an anything goes room where no rules apply. Attending, remember, you cannot pick and choose your play partner. Everyone will have the ability to do whatever they want with whoever. We don't exclude if you happen to stumble upon this ad and you are from the States, move along. This isn't for you. Email a picture with a description of yourself to be included. Also, fellas, don't forget to let us know how big you are. The bigger, the better. Let's be safe this year. We all know what happened two years ago. Thanks. <laughs> We don't, and we want to know what happened. No, I don't know that we do want to know. No, we want to know. I kind of do. I don't know. Jeff, what happened? Jeff, what happened? He's not invited. No, I can't. Due to litigation, I still can't say anything. (laughs) He's not invited because you got to be from Canada, I guess. If you happen to stumble upon this ad, you're from the States. Move along. Hmm. Although, if you were Canadian citizens, two of you in this room would be eligible. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's time for the 50-plus orgy. That time of year. That time. Oh, it's September already, huh? (laughs) That year sure flies by. Listen, we got security this time. (laughs) I just stopped limping from last year, but all right. (laughs) I mean, that water sport room, what's that all about? Uh, Is that what that is? Uh huh. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's be safe this year. We all know what happened two years ago, guys. And boy, what a way! I mean, and that's how we end the the, the, the ad too. With uh, that, keeps you thinking, <laughs> right? Hmm. Yeah, I didn't get my invite this year. I check my spam folder. I'll be in there. All right, mature orgy happening soon. Alberta, Canada names Moon. Well, we have a couple options. Orge Michael. Mm-hmm. That's not so bad. Uh, Silver spoons. Kind okay. of interesting with the age thing there. And then there's uh, George Orgewell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is, George Orgewell. George Orgewell. 
Is O R G W E L L? I have O R G E W E L L, but we can we can drop the E. What do you think, Donnie? O R G, Orge, O R G W E L L. Yes. No oh, E. No E. No, I think the E's got to e, be okay. in there. The yeah, first yeah, E yes. has to be Or is it yeah. E hyphen well? <laughs> Ooh. E hyphen well. Yeah, let's yep, go. Yes. Thank you. Right. Hey, I'm just just happy to help. You know, <laughs> George Orgewell, nominee number one. All right, John, ready? Yep. Nominee number two. Here we go. Craigslist Freak of the Week. I have sexual bucket list. Man for man, thirty year old, Hong Kong. I have a sexual bucket list. Need your help crossing some things off. It's very intense and crazy, but please, no judgments. I do not judge you, so I ask the same. I want to sleep with an animal. I want to be used as toilet. I want to be slapped and whipped. I want to be stripped of clothes and let on the street tied up. I want to sleep with rich man. I want to sleep with homeless man. I want to be cut. I want to be burned. I want to make love. If you can help me with any or all on this list, I would be forever grateful. I can be your boyfriend or your husband, if you would like. I have no family. I do not have a job. You will be my only source of income. I cannot wait to have you do things for me. Looking for rich white men. Please respond back quickly to set this up. Much appreciated. Till then. Well, this guy's got a lot going for him. Oh, wow. <laughs> got a lot of stuff to get to. Oh, I was say, this there's is a heck a, of a list. There's a sadness. I could help him with, with only two of these things on this list. <laughs> I'll go, well, we can make love and uh, uh, mm, I'll burn you. <laughs> Man, I was going to choose burning him. Darn it. So this guy's got a sexual bucket list. You know what? He should focus, <clears throat> excuse me, on other things like getting a job. That's an idea. You know, yeah. <laughs> then crossing things off his sexual yeah. bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want rich man. I, you know, I really don't sleep think with an animal. that rich man's looking for you. Stripped mm-hmm. of his clothes and left on the street tied up. I want to sleep with a homeless man. I want to be cut. I want to be burned. I want to make love. Yeah. <laughs> All in the same day. Something very poetic about that, isn't there? I was going to say, it sounds like a country song almost. <sighs> wow. I could be your boyfriend or husband if you'd like. I don't have a job. I don't have a family. You are my only source of income. Hey, Rich white men, looking yeah, for you. No, that's right. Look at me, what a catch. <laughs> All right, sexual bucket list uh, guy, names. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, Burnt Reynolds just came over. <laughs> Did we because, already have that? Because Burnt Reynolds? I don't I know. Say. Uh, Kirby Bucket was, <laughs> <laughs> was a good one. There was a bunch of Dr. Doolittle twists. Uh, I think Kirby Bucket. Wait, there's more. George Tagay, Wacky Chan, William Hung, because he bangs... Everything. Okay, yeah. He bangs, he bangs. But uh, you, you're liking, you're liking. What was it, Kirby, Kirby Bucket? bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that's two days in a row with a Kirby Bucket reference yes, on this you. show. So <laughs> that means we're good for this week, Jeff. Yeah, cross that right. off the list. Okay, I got it. That's our bucket list. I'll cross it off. So it's Kirby Bucket. Bucket. Gotcha. Kirby Bucket. <clears throat> All right, nominee number two. All right, John. Here we go. Nominee okay. number three. Ready? Here it is. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Let's fight tonight, man for man, 38-year-old, Santa Marta, Colombia. This post is for men and men only. I need you. I want you. You have to beat me up. It's simple. No kids, no wife. They will be gone. 
I will then strip down, and then you will walk in, strip down, and fight me. I will fight back. Nothing to the face. Everything else is a go. Please remember, anything below the waist is a plus. Here is how this will go. As soon as we are naked, I will start the timer. After five minutes, if you've knocked me out, you win. If I survive, we get to go into overtime. The only way to win during overtime is either I get there or you get there. Whoever gets there first loses. I've done this many times in the past. It doesn't matter if you are gay or straight. This can be our secret. Couple of things to consider. I will be oiled up and you can too. I am wide six inches and not ashamed. I am hairy but prefer you to be clean shaven. Facial hair is fine. Nowhere else, please. I live off a gravel road, so there's no need to be worried about being seen. Send me a full nude photo and a little about yourself. I'm 100% real. My favorite movie is The Incredibles 2. I just saw it last week. So funny. (laughs) Well, that's okay then. Donnie, thoughts? I, I just I, I the the Incredibles thing is perple- perplexing to me. You don't like that movie? And, no, no. <laughs> and I I just um I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know. You know what we could do? We could save this guy a lot of time next time he writes an ad and just put the line "Send me fully nude photos and a little bit about yourself." That's all the guy wants here. No, I want to. No, He's he just looking for nudes. Are you a wide six inches and not ashamed? Yeah. I'd like I'd rather not discuss that. I mean <laughs> nothing nothing to the face. Everything else is a go. Please remember anything below the waist is a plus. Yeah, I mean the thing nothing to the face. If you knock me out, you win. Well, how are you gonna knock the guy out? Nothing to the face. <laughs> I don't, he's confusing me now. It's a club to the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, hmm. why do we got to say I'm a wide six? Why do we got to say that? Uh, you caught your interest. I'm a wide six. All right, there you go. Let's fight tonight. That's from That's right. uh, Columbia. Columbia. How you doing? Wide six. <laughs> and not ashamed. Man, <laughs> 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 oil up time. <laughs> All right, first we oil up, and then, then, it's, then it's on. Oh, man. It's a go. All right, Moon. There's a lot of good ones. <laughs> We've already had Rocky Baljoa, so that's, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> out. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good ones, uh, some of which we can't say, but we'll start with this one. Peter Griffin. <laughs> there's Leon Spanks. <laughs> There's Mike Bison. Okay. There's George Four Men. Oh, men. George for And then men. there's Floyd Gayweather. Mm, Donnie, what do you like? <laughs> Boy, uh, yeah, go, the first first couple. Uh, Peter Griffin, Peter <laughs> Pan, Mike Bison, <laughs> George Four Men, but Four Men, uh, and uh, Floyd Gayweather. I don't know. And Leon the, Spanks. The the. The beater, what is it, Peter, Peter Griffin. Griffin? That's that's pretty good. All right, there it is. That's beater, pretty good. Peter Griffin it is. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy, we got a, boy, we got a crew self. here. We got a barn burner. We got here. a crew here. All right, yeah. so we got nominee number one is uh, George Orgewell. That's the 50-plus orgy guy. Hey, it's that time of year. It's time for the 50-plus orgy. <laughs> Invitations are out. <laughs> 
And we, hey, listen, let's be safe this year. Remember what happened two years <laughs> two ago? Two years ago. <laughs> don't want that happening again. <clears throat> I mean, there's the water sports room. There's every room's got a theme. So we got the whole floor. I think we had somebody two years uh, two years ago tear an ACL. I think that's <laughs> man. <laughs> it went down, huh? Yeah. Okay. We're still in a brace. All right. Then we got nominee number two. That's uh, Kirby Bucket. That's the guy from Hong Kong with the bucket list. He wants to be slapped and whipped, and he wants to uh, be used as a toilet. Hmm. Sleep with a homeless man, wants to be cut, burned, and wants to make love. <laughs> He's got nothing going for him, by the way. No job, no family. Looking about, for about eight years ago, that was just a weekend for me. <laughs> and you just heard from Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. Ah, three great names, too. Hmm. Man. Yeah, you guys really. Thank you. John? Yeah. Who are we thinking? Uh, we got to go with. What is it, Peter Griffin? Okay, Peter Griffin. I mean, <laughs> this poor guy. Yeah, you know. John is going with Peter Griffin. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one for me. I know the other two are just I don't know. One guy, the poor guy, that homeless guy. I mean, or one some that doesn't Sleep have a job. Does I mean, and the Peter, other one's Peter just Griffin's, a party. Peter Griffin's party. kind of a jerk because he's hairy, but he wants me to be clean shaven. I mean, yeah. come on, I mean, come on. Oh, now you're gonna. I think. Jerk. I think. Uh, uh, George Orgewell. I think it's a guy that's just the organizer. <laughs> he wants to get it together. Yeah, he's yeah. been tasked with uh, with putting this thing together. Plus, so. they're putting an age limit on this, too. I bet you he's the guy that's in charge of the fantasy football leagues, too. <laughs> 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 there, there may be a com- combination of right. the two. You never know. <laughs> sort of has the yeah, commissioner the water sports him. room and then the fantasy Moon, what football do you think? room. I think you guys are insane. Number three has a specific uh, look that he's going for, and he's involving fighting and, and sex and two things. Yeah. Number two has a bucket list yeah. involving being burned, being cut, wants to sleep with a rich guy, wants to sleep with a homeless guy, uh, wants to sleep with animals. Wants yeah, to be oh, used yeah, that's my vote. Like, I mean, without a doubt. I down. I mean, this guy's going to the semifinals at least. That's a death wish this guy's wants. Kirby Bucket? <laughs> On the second guy. Yeah, he's a death wish. But I, if we're going freaks here, I think he's the freakiest. I, you know. He wants to be stripped and left on the street tied up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's freaky. Huh? Winner, yeah. winner. You're right. You know, Freaky I, dinner. Yeah. King Scott, two. Mm. Donnie? Yeah, I'm two. All right. Yes, Jeff, sir, two. two. Jeff I'm with his favorite number. I'm okay. <laughs> All right, it's up to you guys. You'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z show. Who's it going to be? George Orgewell, Kirby Bucket, or Peter Griffin? Up to you guys. What are these ads? Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. One of these names may be etched on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. Mm-hmm. I don't know, which hangs in our office. Mm-hmm. I forget who walked in there the other day. Oh, it was Tom from Chesterfield Fence and Deck. He goes, oh, there's the plaque. It's real. It's yes, actually it is. there, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, thank uh, John Patrico for coming in. Yeah, man. I know you miss your son. Oh, Seeing Donnie over there yeah, in the seat is, I, I know it's, it's yeah, it is. not the same. But. <laughs> uh, who are we shouting out this week? Well, this shout out is a little sad one, you know. Oh, okay. This shout out goes to my... Uh, Daughter Angie and her family, they had to put her dog down this weekend. Oh, you know, sixteen years old. Oh, that's a good, good run. Wow. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's a good Definitely run for a German still, Shepherd. Still oh my gosh, though. a sixteen-year-old yes. Shepherd. Whoa, yes. good for them. So she, she will be missed. That's a good run. Yeah. Well, thank you, John. Okay, we'll see you next week. Both for the Craigslist Freak of the Week at Rizz Show. What food were they using? I don't know. I mean, this and the to... dog was totally healthy still. Strong, hard. It's just her legs came out. Nothing else.
The Rizzuto Show. Well, I love when we get treats, unexpected treats. Yeah, man. And I, I listen, I don't know about you guys. I'm a big fan of Middle Eastern food. Love Middle Eastern food. And this is uh, Lebanese food, actually, we got dropped off here. Yeah, it's the 51st annual St. Louis uh, Lebanese Festival. It's happening this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, 15th, 16th. And it's down in St. Raymond's over there, uh, across from, uh, like, you know, Purina, down there. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, it's uh, it's a 51st one. And uh, Trish Gazzle brought this over for us, or dropped it off for us. Which Trish is really Gazzle, cool. yes. Yeah, it's an old friend of ours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, StRaymond-MC.org. I didn't know they were a motorcycle club. You but know, it's I'm a no- St. Raymond. Uh, and they've been doing it forever, and the food is ridiculous. It's so good. And I've known it for so long, I thought it was gazelle. Uh, but uh, I guess I've been saying it wrong the whole time, yeah, The whole Donnie. time. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's the Lebanese pronunciation. Oh, it's Gazzle. Moon, yeah. spinach pie. <laughs> The jam. Yeah, that's what. Oh, we're is that what's in here? Yeah, those right oh, there. Right, yeah. right there. And um, um, I mean, fan, what else? What all did she bring? So we got the hummus. We got the spinach pies. We got meat pies. Is it kibbe aris? Is that how you say that? Sure. They're shaped like footballs. Uh, looks fantastic. A whole menu here again. It's uh, just just Google St. Raymond's MC and you'll find. Oh, it. Well, thank you very much for the weekend. grub. Yes, thank you, ma'am. That's the quickest way to our hearts. Yep. Through our stomachs. You got it. You know it. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crab on Celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, termite and pest solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Nominees for the American Music Awards were announced yesterday. We're going to go through every single. Nope. Uh, Cardi B <laughs> and uh, Drake tied for the most with eight nominations apiece. Ed Sheeran and uh, Post Malone. That. What's that? Uh, Ed Sheeran, uh, Sheeran and uh, Post Malone each uh, got a couple, uh, five, so they were next in line there. Artist of the Year nominees. Drake, Ed Sheeran, Post Malone, Imagine Dragons, and Taylor Swift. Now, Miss Swift and Mr. Sheeran went uh, hiking recently, and they discussed who they thought would win Artist of the Year. All right. Hey, uh, Taylor, the AMA nominations just came out. It's uh, me, you, and Drake. You're going to win. You're going to win. Drake's going to win. Drake's going to win. How would Uh you feel if you were Imagine Dragons? They're not going to win. Well, it would be nice to be mentioned. They didn't even say that they were nominated. Because they don't matter. I guess you're right. You know Drake's going to win. I guess you're right. Uh, Taylor's already won three times. Come on. Is that that one of those award shows where if you show up, like if you see them in the audience, you know they're going to win? I mean, it would seem to be. But I have not watched the American Music Awards since I was probably 15. (laughs) That's the one where Michael Jackson moonwalked for the first time? No, Michael Jackson did that at the BET Awards. Oh, was it? Oh, I don't think I that was, was the American. No, 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 no. It was a Motown 25th anniversary okay. special. Is when he did that. You're right. right it it that's wasn't. What I was saying, yeah. It was a BET or AMA. But, <laughs> but I believe that he had one of those performances at the AMAs yeah, around that time. Happened that was the, a big deal at the AMAs. That was that the uh, the Presley thing. No, that was MTV Awards. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I think, oh, well, you know what it is? That's where he met Bubbles the Chimp. That's, that's what it is. is. Yeah. They that's were together is, ever yes. since. Uh-huh. Uh, this is one of those award shows that you uh, choose the winners. You can go to amavote.com if you really have nothing else better to do. Uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber went through a rough patch. Remember when he when he urinated in a, uh, in in a, a mop, mop bucket, bucket in a KFC or something like that? And then the, the egg in the house, the, I think that just Speeding got settled recently. And- yeah, all that kind of stuff. Back in the day when he was going through that, uh, his manager, Scooter Braun, said that there were times where he was worried that he would get the call that Justin Bieber was dead. There was a time where I would go to sleep almost every night when he had the money to fly away from me. (laughs) And I was worried every night that I was going to lose him. I thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to go to sleep one night 
and have so much crap in his system that he would not wake up the next morning. Mm. Widely considered a drinker, not drugs. Bieber, back back in this particular era, it wasn't drugs. Supposedly, it was all it was booze. Uh, that Scooter Braun guy, pretty pretty genius. I mean, he's got some pretty big people on his roster. I, I guess I was wrong. I thought Scooter Braun isn't that his dad? No, no, no. His Scooter manager. Braun is his manager. Oh, okay. I thought I guess I the guy that hangs out with manager. him that looks like Justin Bieber and dresses like him is his is youth his fighting dad. Oh, yeah, okay. his youth I, fighting dad. Yeah, his dad's in a band called Youth Fighters. <laughs> uh, Netflix. It's on- a Foo Fighters cover band. It's only the later stuff. <laughs> They only do the later stuff. <laughs> uh, Netflix on Wednesday released the first trailer for its a very anticipated original film from the Coen Brothers, which is pretty cool. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I know not much about the Coen Brothers. This I'm looks not a movie amazing. guy. Uh, it's up on the blog if you want to check it out. It looks really good. It looks this really, looks amazing. really, really good. It's like a Wild West kind of thing. Well, I'm in. If it's Coen Brothers, yeah, I'm, I'll definitely give it a and check. And I love out. James Franco. I'm a fan. And this is interesting because originally, from what the article said, it was going to be X amount of different episodes. And during the filming or shortly thereafter, they just went, eh, let's just combine it and make it one big film. So it's Netflix. Yeah. And do you like every Coen Brothers thing? Because didn't they, they had a monstrous I like, flop. I didn't like Lady Killers. Lady is, Killers was with uh, Tom Hanks yeah. and uh, one of the Wayne Inns. It's a Marlon Wayans. I remember not finishing that one, as a matter of fact. What about Hail Caesar? Because didn't that get just destroyed? I saw that. I fell asleep during it. Yeah. That was another one I didn't make it make it to the end. Liam Neeson's in that as well. Yeah, Liam in Neeson. This, this particular one, I should uh, say. Who else? There's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of good people in there. So what's it called? The Ballad, the of, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Franco, Liam Neeson, Zoe Kazan, Tim Blake Nelson, and Tom Waits. Oh, Zoe Kazan. It. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Can you tell? Uh, this is something that they said they wrote off and on over a period of like 25 years. Mm. And then, it, again, it was supposed to be six or seven, supposed to be six-episode miniseries, and they decided to just jam it all into one big episode. One of the brothers is married to Francis McDormand. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Good on him. We yeah. just watched Almost Famous again last night. Ah, it's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch uh, Three Billboards? I have still not seen that, no. Yeah, We're really crazy. behind. I would really like to see that. Not though. what I thought it was going to be. But Frances McDormand is like she's great in it, amazing. But not, I did not go into that movie thinking that's what it was going to be, because it was dark. Yeah, it's super dark, but the way that it's told is not uncomfortable, but surprising. I went into that movie, and this is the three billboards outside uh, Ebbing, Missouri. I went into that movie thinking it was a Coen Brothers like movie, like mm-hmm. a little dark comedy. It was not. It was not. Well, this one here is only 17 critics have seen it because it was in Venice, uh, but 94% fresh rating on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Coming out November 16th again, that's on uh, on Netflix. Uh, Variety is reporting that the snarky news and uh, gossip website that we all love so much that went away, Gawker is coming back, being relaunched. Oh, Hulk Hogan sued them out of existence. Right. Uh, Bustle Digital Group CEO Brian Goldberg, he's the one who bought what was left of Gawker Media earlier this summer, broke the news to the staffers a couple of days ago via a memo, and it says, we won't recreate uh, Gawker exactly as it was, but we will build upon Gawker's legacy and triumphs and learn from his missteps. So that's coming back. So don't post celebrity sex tapes. And when they tell you to take them down, when they tell you to take them down, do it. They will sue you out of existence. Yeah, they went bankrupt. After the uh, after the invasion of privacy uh, suit that you mm-hmm. were mentioning over there, uh, Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis says the band 
Getting back in the studio, starting work on a new album. According to New York Post, the band will begin writing sessions in about two weeks. And the last record, 2016's... No idea. The Getaway. Getaway, yes, The Getaway. Yeah. Not my favorite Chili Peppers record, to be honest. Yeah, I'll be very frank. They, they've had a couple in a row. I want, you know what? I just want you to be Donnie. But yeah, just be ahead. you, man. <laughs> You're still working on being you, buddy. I just, I just have not been a fan of the last few. I would think that that what from Stadium Arcadium that? on, I have not been. What was the one before the getaway? That was the Stadium one, wasn't it? No, that was one in between. Hold on. I... Really? Damn, good for them. Stadium Arcadium was the double record. Yes. Which... Yeah, but it had like two pretty damn big hits on it, didn't it? Yeah, it had a couple. Um, so the last couple from the Chili Peppers you had, the getaway, I'm With You was oh, the one prior to that. that was. Um, Ar- Stadium Arcadium prior to that, and then By The Way was the one before that. I'm With You. By The Way was a great record. I'm With You did have a couple of big tracks on it. Um, oh, actually, n- not as much as far as in the annals of, uh, of Chili Pepper hits. You've got the Adventures of Rain Dance, Maggie, and Look Around were the two big singles on that record, if you yeah, remember Yeah, they were songs. not that huge. They were not that great. Either way, that's <laughs> album number 12 for them. They still got the Klinghoffer guy as a guitarist? Yes, they yes. do. This will be the fourth one with him? Third or fourth Third. with him? Yeah. Dude's good, d- 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 Was he their guitar tech? Here. Third, yeah. I don't know. Right. Another one I of those stories? I think he may have been their guitar tech. I know he worked with Beck and had played with Beck before as well, so I don't know if he was the, the tech. I'll do a little. I know some purists like slam him, and some other purists actually like him, but I, I think he fits. Yeah, I'm a Frusciante guy. And also, uh, Flea's got that ma- that book, uh, Acid for the Children, that's coming out September the 25th. But I, I feel like well. he's a Frusciante guy, you know? Klinghoffer? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. he's a Frusciante, Hillel type of guy. He's not a Navarro type at all, and yeah. I don't think he was like, you know, some crazy different color that came in. I thought it was... I thought he'd fit pretty well. Did you guys go to that show? Yes. I thought it was awesome. I'm not even a Chili Peppers guy. That show was awesome. You know what's crazy is the more that I hang out, hang out with you, the more I realize we have distinct differences in musical taste. Mm. Really? What? I was bored that night. Like, what, bored. What, what, what were you expecting? Fireworks and dragons? Yes. Like, I mean, it, yeah, it, it was, it was certainly and dragon tour. Dude, dude that, show was, <laughs> that show was in the middle the whole entire time, as, as far as energy goes. And when I would see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I want a little bit of funk in that night. And yeah. I, and I yeah, think no that, funk. I, I feel like a lot of that's gone. Else, like Mother's Milk or earlier? Uh, I you, can't remember. You stayed the whole time, right? Besides I did stay the whole time, yes. I can't judge it as a full show because I, I was getting up in the morning. I left early. But I, I just mean production-wise and that cool thing they did with the lights I, over the crowd, I was blown away Honestly, Moon, I thought that the production part was my favorite part of the show. Maybe I thought that too. The, the show in and of itself was 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 a little lackluster. Maybe okay. that's what I thought. We're I guess we're, I guess, some, we're more similar than you think. <laughs> I guess a lot of people, if you're going through a divorce, especially if you've been married for a long time, you, you when you get that freedom, you're gonna you're gonna go out and you're just gonna let it mm-hmm. let it flow. If you yeah, know what I'm sure, saying, yeah. And yeah. we talked for months. Yeah, let it flow. Jump what, back in that pool. Gotcha. Okay, I was wondering where the connection was. Get back in the water. It seems like for six months now we've been talking about Mel B's uh, divorce and how crazy it was and how yeah. she accused her now ex-husband of sleeping with the maid and setting up forced threesomes, threesomes and videoing and, oh, he had a baby with the maid and or she, she went got to pregnant. rehab for sex addiction. And-, and then she says she was never addicted to sex, stuff like that. So during all of this... A British tabloid, which they are very reliable, said that she was pounding it out this entire time with Zach Efron. Oh, He's 30. Good for him. She's 43. Good for both of them. And apparently there is some sort of... He is dreamy. I know. Dreamy. He works out. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he works out. It says that they met through a, quote... 
exclusive dating app? And I don't know if that's for like famous people. I've heard so of they this. Can, it there's doesn't like, say the like, name of it. You need to be a celebrity to be on this dating app. Yeah. I, and it, it's funny because, you know, these these uh, websites I, try Tinder? to. It's, what, it's I, Tinder. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like how these websites go. <laughs> they don't want to just say it was a one-time thing. They're trying to be nice about it. They uh, enjoyed a few. They had a few enjoyable hours together. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a meeting of the minds. Neither knew or neither saw it as a long-term relationship, but there was chemistry there. In other words, it was a walk-off home if run. If it were me and Mel B, they enjoyed a couple minutes together. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's uh, I like Mel B. I think I she's do too, a nice-looking oh, woman. Yeah, she she seems a little crazy. Yeah, like seems a little nutty, but yeah, that's a nice-looking woman. Uh, today's crappy birthdays. You have Niall Horan. That's uh, the kid from the kid. He's 25 from uh, One Direction. He's got the solo stuff out now. Slow Hands is his big song in this town. So Niall Horan is 25. Ben Savage. Fred Savage is less handsome. Little meets world. Girl meets world is third. On an Apple 41. Stella McCartney. That's Paul's daughter. She's 47. Zach Starkey. That's Ringo's son. He's 53. Tyler Perry is 49. Stephen Perkins, the Jane's Addiction drummer, is 51. Jeffrey Ross, the Roast Master General, is 53. Megadeth's leader, Dave Mustaine, is 57. Randy Jones, he is the original cowboy in The Village People. He is 66. And Peter Mother F. Satera, the man, the myth, the legend, from Chicago. And his solo stuff's good, too. Peter Satera is 74 years old. Damn. Wow. 74. <laughs> He won't get back with Chicago, will he? No, there's some there's some, some bad blood. There's there. definitely some bad blood because I think he when they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he was not there. He wasn't even in the country. That. He's like I'm not even going to be because everybody else in the band gets the the MF and thing on their birthday, or nobody else gets it, but he but does. Sarah does, sure does. <laughs> uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Crystal Wilder. And today's birthday girl has been wrecked more times than a car at a demolition derby. That's right. And 228 fine films, including Washington, D.P. She was in Muff the Vampire Lair. She was in Hootermania, Single White Nympho, Anal Taboo, 10,000 Anal Maniacs, and who could forget her unforgettable role in You Bet Your Sweet Buns. Crystal Wilder is 50 years old, the big 5-0 for Crystal. And that's your porno birthday. Your crappy birthdays, that is your crap on celebrities. My, someone, something tells me that the 10,000 Maniacs would not probably like that association. <laughs> I, I'm do, I'm, it's I'm, different. It's anal maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no well, affiliation. The side project. <laughs> Show on 105.7 The Point. Oh, more food, guys. All right. <laughs> this time from uh, New York Tom's Food Truck. Just dropped food off here. New York Tom's Food Truck, who, by the way, will be with with us tomorrow at Riztoberfest over at the Beer Garden Sweet. at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery and Saturday as well at the Oktoberfest celebration over the brewery. They going to bring these chips with them? Damn. Dude, those chips. Holy cow. So they brought us some chips. They brought us some uh, pastrami sandwiches. I don't know what the other thing is. is that their uh, their some kind of sausage dog. Oh, it's a sausage dog. Yeah, dog. Or is it their New York steak sandwich? 
Oh, that could be their steak sandwich. Oh, that is the steak sandwich. Oh, yeah, look at that. Prime cut beef. Au jus. Awfully good. Yeah, put a your garlic hands on butter roll. Mozzarella oh, man, cheese. I just washed my hands. Yeah, I've had this. Uh, these guys before. That's a uh, New York Tom's food truck. They're great. NYTfoodtruck.com to find out where they're at or follow them on Twitter at NYTfoodtruck. I'll feed it to you. No, thanks. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. Maybe you get Lady in the Trampet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they'll be with I us tomorrow to and uh, Saturday over at the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden for Ristoberfest. Tomorrow, 5 to 8 o'clock, first 500 Risho listeners will get that Ristoberfest beer stein. I know a bunch of people that are going down there. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great weather. Yeah. Oh, and the beer garden with the tent off it, it is amazing. The food's great. Again, New York Tom's food truck will be there. So uh, it's all ages as well. So come on down, hang out. Um, if you're hungover from football, this is why you're you're probably craving salty, fatty foods all the time. Like So if you're hungover from Sunday's activities, the next day you're craving like some bad stuff. Alcohol does a number on your body and makes you dehydrated. But it also depletes your body of other things. So when you're hungover, you crave certain things like salt. You crave salt because you're dehydrated. Which doesn't mean you're low on water. It also means you're low on electrolytes. And sodium is an important electrolyte. Without it, you'd uh, you'd die. So salty stuff helps with a hangover. The next day, you're probably craving like meat and eggs. They're loaded with an amino acid called cysteine. That helps your liver break down toxic byproducts of alcohol. And those toxins are the reason you feel sweaty and nauseous after you've been drinking. And carbs. Alcohol makes your blood sugar plummet. And carbs bring it back up. But only eating carbs is not a good idea. Because it'll just plummet again later on. Protein with it helps make sure your body doesn't absorb the sugar and carbs all at once. So that's the science behind like why you'd be cra- you know craving... You know, stuff the next day after after a night of boozing. What do you crave normally when you're hungover? Man, good sleep. breakfast. Yeah, good breakfast. Good breakfast. Right? Yeah, yeah. Once you wake up, though. Well, I once mean, you, you get gotta up. eat something. But I can't sleep. You're right. I, I crave sleep because I can't when I'm hungover. Yep. I, everything for me goes straight to a headache. Yeah, I have a giant headache, and I crave, like, a good breakfast. Mm. When was the last time you were really good and hungover? Oh. Like where you really? Because for me, it's been a, it's it's been almost three years. Yeah, easily for me. I don't get drunk. Because the last time was the last time. Like I I was hungover for like two days, and it was brutal. Yeah, when I get hungover, it's bad. It is no easily. good anymore. I haven't been hungover in a long time. I wake up in the maybe middle a, of, maybe a year. I wake up in the middle of the night or whatever it is with a headache, and I just can't get back to sleep. And I'll just I'll pace the house. Three a.m. I'll be pacing the house. Do you crave pizza ever when you're hungover? I, 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 my go-to is pretty much a, a steak burger with cheese. That, yeah. That's kind of that's my go-to. But I wouldn't so turn down pizza. pizza. Yeah. And we love pizza so much, it actually hurts. <laughs> because according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, approximately 2,300 Americans went to the emergency room last year because of pizza. Pizza-related injuries. And the four main types that, that would send you to the ER as far as injuries go. Bad cuts that happen when you're cutting it. Because you can't freaking wait. You get your fingers in the air, in the air, in the, uh, in the way. Burns. Yeah, roof of the mouth. Roof of the oh, mouth. Yeah. You think about having Dude. bad enough burn that you went to uh, urgent care? Or I got the whole pizza slide, you know, pizza cheese slide. 
You ever do the uh, you ever do the pizza over at Pops? Oh, oh my yes. gosh! And what it do is... they tell you? You can't. You won't. But wait about seven minutes. <laughs> right. Gosh, yeah. dude, but you can't because so if you're ordering a pizza at Pops, right. You hungry? Right. Do they still have the fryer over there? I don't know. I don't know if they still have this machine. It was this big ass machine that had like a little drawer in it, and you put. You put stuff in the drawer and it comes out fr- like fried. Well, they've got the food truck out there now, like that stand. Yeah, yeah. Th- that, so I would assume that there's probably not a lot going on inside of Pops unless that stand is closed. Do you remember they used to do Fried Chicken Tuesdays? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? You this kept was going on Wednesdays. Years ago. Yeah. Was it Tuesdays? It was one of the I days. don't know. It was one day of the week. I it remember was one going day of over the week there going, this is and so And they weird. had fried chicken at Pops. Yeah. This had to have been 15 years ago. I am so in on that. It I was, it. and it was great fried chicken. Oh, man. Fried Ryan, chicken. Rich, bring it back. Yeah. We'll come out. Ask them when they ended that, because I was a fan. You going for lunch. Uh, also, uh, people falling while they're making it, that's a pizza-related injury. <laughs> what are you doing that you're falling? And then falling while you're picking it up from the restaurant. That's another one. <laughs> The report also puts special focus on one 58-year-old guy who went to the emergency room after he fell out of his bed reaching for some pizza. And you got to wonder. <laughs> you got to wonder about that one. Eating pizza in bed is, that is... Talk about your rock bottoms. I was just going to say, have you ever eaten pizza in bed? I know you had lasagna. I had not. I didn't have, it's spaghetti. Spaghetti. That's even worse. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> that was my rock bottom moment. <laughs> I've eaten pizza in bed. 100%. Yeah? Oh, I'm sure. We're talking like leftover heat up for breakfast kind of vibe, or are we talking like... I don't know that I would even heat it up. I'm sure it would probably be cold. Were you using your (laughs) chest or anywhere in your upper torso as a table? I was not. Or as a plate, yes. I I was not. We're not at rock bottom yet. I had a bag of, uh, what, Skinny Pop? What's the the Smart Pop, Skinny Pop? What's the one, the white bag? I think both. All the other TVs were occupied, so I was eating a bag of popcorn in bed, and I felt bad about myself. (laughs) Like eating in bed is just not, uh, it's it's weird. But I had spaghetti in bed once while watching NASCAR, and that was, that was yeah. a rock bottom moment. Yep. Really, that sounds like sort of a greatest day of your life. Yeah, kind I was gonna of say <laughs> when you realized it was rock bottom, what was it that you were going to change? It was I had no shirt on, and I had tomato sauce on my chest. So yeah, did yeah, you yeah. just change the channel and go, "Wow, that's better"? No it longer. Was, rock it was it was one of those. If my wife saw me, I wouldn't blame her for wanting to divorce me. Did you say shirt off? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh boy. Yeah, but I'm saying what it is. I always watch NASCAR. What is it that you? What is it that you changed? Not eating in bed. Not eating spaghetti in bed. (laughs) No, having a shirt on while you eat your spaghetti in bed. But I'm saying what what part of your life was at rock bottom? That that like I'm such a pig. (laughs) Okay. I'm such a pig. So it's just like an eating thing. That I literally I I nobody was home. And I I was tired, but I also wanted to eat. So I made spaghetti and ate it in bed with tomato sauce while watching a NASCAR race I've that great, I DVR'd. I have great news for you. What? Speaking of food, Pops does chicken every other Thursday. Next week, Chicken Thursday. It's still a thing, huh? Still a thing. I really want to investigate this, and I'm not even like lying. I, I want to find out more about yeah. this. I love good fried chicken. We've had I've had this conversation with Jeff actually recently about mm-hmm. about good fried chicken. Huh. I'm in. Yep. All right. Next Thursday. Next Thursday it is. So you'll go down to Pops and bring it back for us. Perfect. All right. Thank you, John. It's on tape. 
All right, Moon, I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to have you make the call here. Do we close that Freak of the Week or now wait or wait till tomorrow? I say we wait. I know we did it a couple weeks ago like that, and I feel like it gives the podcasters the opportunity, right. and I value our podcasters. You got it. Especially if they made it this far on the podcast. We're going to keep the Freak of the Week voting open until tomorrow. We're doing it. Nothing is forever, is it? Things change all Things the time. Things change. That's yeah. what we're going to do. Progress. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Yes, Jeff. Donnie's officially a member of the morning show. He just did the thing where he tried to look out the window and he hit his head on the window. Oh, good for you. Hey, yeah, you made it. A bit of a ride. Yeah. You're one of us. Yeah, great. Well, the windows are double panes here uh, for, for soundproofing. And that first window was so clear. And it, it, it's a it's a depth perception kind of thing. Yeah, and it's angled. So and it's angled, so you don't know. Yeah, so the, only, vision... the only marks on the window are all of our forehead marks, <laughs> yeah. and there's Donnie's right over there. See how tall we're getting. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now, yeah, in, three weeks, walk on the wall. in three weeks, it's your head again. Well, Donnie's uh, last day with us is tomorrow. We're going to miss you, pal. It's been <laughs> yeah. fun. Just in the morning. It's going to be real nice to see you guys oh, at 10 o'clock. He's <laughs> just tuning in. Oh. <laughs> Wish you well in your future endeavors. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Whatever happens from here on out, man. You've been great. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Uh, definitely check out Freak of the Week. Some of the best names. 1057thepoint.com slash And a whole lot of news and uh, some good information uh, coming in about um, top grossing actors of all time. is actually a really, really cool list. That's a part of crap on celebrities, of course, your sports and uh, and headline hooge. All up on the blog. Check out the podcast as well. That's on all podcast uh, um, platforms. Yes. Directories. And here to and pick then, you up. And then our social media is at Riz Show. Uh, earlier on, we had a, um, a uh, what do you call it? I guess a mandatory. You put the call out there to share the touch video from Scott's band. Oh, the yeah. SG. I said saturate all social media platforms with the 3SG. 2SG. 2SG. Yeah, well, I added myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, and find out. We're now 3SG. Find out a performance and maybe a new member of uh, Scott and Mark's uh, new group. That's on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, and Twitter, at Riz Show. Yeah, that was at the beginning of the show. So uh, catch up if you missed anything on the podcast. Mm-hmm. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hey, we got some food delivered today. Uh, thanks to the people down at the Lebanese Festival. Yeah, 51st Annual uh, St. Louis Lebanese Festival is happening this Saturday and Sunday. It's basically right across from Purina down there on Shoto, I believe is what it is. And uh, New York Tom's Food Truck dropped off some food. They will be with us tomorrow and Saturday at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden. Rizfest, Riztoberfest, is tomorrow at the Beer Garden, 5 to 8 o'clock. First 500 racial listeners Get that Riztoberfest beer stein for free. Tonight, don't forget Big St. Charles Motorsports for the Calendar Girl search event that has been rescheduled. Tonight, 6 o'clock, you're crowning Miss November and Miss December for the 2019 calendar. That's right. Be a good time, good weather, and girls get on stage at about 7-ish, yep. something like that. Yeah. Tomorrow, Friday Fail Stories, we'll blow out the rest of our prizes with the Were You Paying Attention contest and all the eat and treat details tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. We're going to keep that voting open for the rest of the day. Anything else? We got some New York podcast weirdos. Uh, I encourage you to uh, check out my social media.
Goldfinger information. I'll be in New York. We're, we're like we're sailing on the uh, what is it? The East River that, that goes around it. Hudson. Uh, I think it's on the away. east. Hell, I don't know. It's one of the rivers. We're sailing on. We're playing on a boat, and then playing Montreal on uh, on Saturday. So come out and see me this weekend if oh, you're Montreal's a northeastern. Or... Yeah. Love Montreal. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day, shouting out Lyle Bells one more time. Oh, Lyle, been yeah! great, great guy. Mascuda's own. Yeah, Lyle a little handsy, Bells. but the other than that, he's good. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.